Hello, fair listener. Welcome and thank you for following our journey on metagaming by Rum Propelled Gaming. Fair warning, sometimes we are not safe for work, and others not safe for real life. Journey forth at your own risk. Now let's dive right back into Tarath through the campaign Alilopolis. You just failed a wisdom saving throw. Suggestion succeeds. You will go to Anchor FM and upload your unlimited podcasts for free. You will take advantage of Anchor's distribution for podcast, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. No minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app, or go to Anchor FM to get started now. You might even enjoy it and start to become famous and monetized. Then get true enjoyment out of what you love. Fully went into it with the with the thought process that I was going to have to punt, replace a whole bunch of parts, like through its through its life and everything like that. But I only paid like four thousand for it, and and it was oh my, wow, and, and it was mine. Like yeah, you're doing you did way better than I did. <laughs> and um, then I. Uh, as I'm replacing parts, I'm keeping track of, like, the costs of all those parts. And then I'm, like, evening it out so that I know how much it would, like, since when I bought it, since to now, what, how much I've spent on it total, including that first initial purchasing pop cost. And I'm nowhere, I'm, I'm like, just on the cusp of a brand new car of, uh, uh, per month, like, payment. And that's not, that's including my insurance and stuff like that which is much higher with a newer car and all that other stuff that's that was my thought process going into it and by the end of it too you know if i after i replace all the parts instead of having a shitty car after many years i'll have a brand new car because i'll have replaced all the parts <laughs> i was just gonna say you basically have like the shell of an old car with just a new car on the inside exactly. yeah yeah as long as the frame doesn't rust out i mean you are in the valley and I can replace those even. Like, those are things that can be repaired, too. Yeah, like, that's true. And it, it's also a Honda. Josh has a Honda, so it's gonna... Yeah. It's more likely to pan out. Can you guys hear? Yeah. For the okay. most part. You're kind of quiet. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of creep. I'm driving. I just wanted to listen. Oh, okay. You're good. We're just Wait. we're just starting. Yeah. Okay. So, as always, though, you don't need to call in, but I know you want to listen. That's fine. <laughs> we got here, we're, Craig. What are you doing, Craig? Well, um, I've got a forty-five minute drive home. I need the entertainment. <laughs> I can understand that. <clears throat> Um, so, we left off on a really short session last time. I think we've got everybody here already now, too, that's going to be here. Cool. Um, Why was it short? Um, we called it a little early, basically, because yourself and Shia weren't here, and you guys were starting to head on the road towards Gargon, remember? the big bad stuff that's happening in Shia's hometown that sounded like Shia should be there for. 
Hmm. Yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't really move on without everybody. And Mimi made some really rash, uh, probably unwise decisions without <laughs> you guys there, so it uh, seems a good idea to wait. Now recording. Lock in, Craig. Two times for him to start this time. But, um, yeah, so... Not that Thea knows any of that. What you had left off, Thea, you were at the top of the mountain, had just talked with the uh, <clears throat> hermit, and uh, when 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 the first smells of fresh breakfast and such touched your nose, you were like, mm, no, five more minutes, and rolled back over with Gunther curled up next to you. And you guys are still in the hermit's hut. How long have Thea and Gunther been asleep for? You're waking back up to the smells of what it seems to be lunchtime almost, the uh, smells, as opposed to the bacony breakfast. You're getting more of a uh, nice brothy soup and bread smells. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to roll over, look at the hermit. We're in the same room, right? Yep, they're they're at the stove. It looks like they're standing up at the stove with their back to you, kind of tending the the stove currently. Um, I wish I'd listened to last episode because I am not sure what conversation was had with the hermit. So I'm just gonna assume that we covered all the bases of. Well, you don't have to necessarily. Problem. Necessarily, you could still ask whatever questions because in Thea's mind, you know, you just you just woke up and you'd gone back to sleep when all your other compadres had stood up, and uh, you didn't you weren't even aware of that. You're rolling over, looking around, like where did everybody go? Okay, and sorry, just as a refresher, it's been a long time. I feel like since I played um, these this hermit brings in like worshippers to the tree that burned down right doesn't bring in worshippers necessarily they just seek them out because of their understanding of alilopolis and the god that is god titan that is alilopolis and uh he gener they generally she generally sends them to down the mountain to the to the tree after conversations um, for a greeting with Alilopolis. Hmm. Okay. So, I just have a random thought. So are Alilopolis and the Hermit, like, BFFs? They, uh... She had... Or no, are they she, just... She had said, if you remember, um... Sort of, kind of, that her tattoos link her to Alilopolis, actually. Similar That's to right. Other, other people's tattoos and their gods. What if all and the hermit really is just Alilopolis? <laughs> it would have to be like a manifestation of Alilopolis, right? Because Alilopolis, like, was the table? You're not seeing me, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Up and down or left and right? Up and down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to roll over to the hermit. Be like, ah, uh, how long ago did they leave? Oh, oh, 
Good morning, Dathia. The... the rest of you... <clears throat> trying to remember how I'd done her voice. This is even harder. The rest of your group had left, uh, um, down the mountain, uh, not too long ago, actually. Uh, probably about a couple hours, maybe? Did they just forget I existed? Um, it seems they were content to let you sleep and they were going to just venture on forward. Hmm. What are you eating? Oh, uh, this is a nice potato and onion soup. I'm gonna extend my hand for a bowl. <laughs> uh, certainly. And she grabs under the counter, um, where there's a small little sink under the under the side of it, and uh, uh, a cup and such out of it. And uh, it's a big cup though, and pours a, a ladled thing of soup into it and hands you a spoon with a slice of bread. Mm, thanks. So. I guess now that the others are gone, have you spoken to Adelopolis? Can you speak to them? Uh, why, not on a regular basis. It is something that I can do. As, as I've told you the story of Adelopolis, his consciousness is asleep, for lack, uh, for, for any better explanations. It's, it's as if think of yourself when you're asleep and you're you're talking to your subconscious almost in your dreams you don't really have a conversation necessarily you might get a bit of information here and a bit of information there but for all in other tense and purposes Alilopolis is basically dead I mean it's his subconscious is what we talk with it is no he is no longer able to have a conference conscious conversation as to what I can tell. Hmm. I have seen beings come back from the dead. That is fair. That is a un unwise decision on a titan's level, though, perhaps. As most beings brought back to life aren't quite as they were before. I just pet reanimated Gunther. Um, <laughs> so, I also have to ask you, since you seem to be wise about these things, do you, what do you know about magical trees? Ah, uh, that is one thing that we talked about the previous evening, if you can kind of recollect, is the idea that although Alilopolis is rather hard to reach, even for myself, one so connected as I, he he does manifest in this world, but especially his powers, because even as he sleeps, he wishes to help the children on top of him, being us and uh, others. Uh, that are alive here. All living creatures are of Alilopolis for the most part, above ground. They, he wishes to further their goals, and by doing, doing such, he had sacrificed himself, if you recall. But he still is able to manifest some of his powers through the, uh, through the trees, through trees specifically. He's got a deep connection since their roots run deepest, and through the most of him. Whoa. 
Thea's mind is blown. So you mean to tell me this whole time I've been going around having a spiritual experience with nature and being against all this godhood, and this whole time I've just been basically worshiping a god? He's in the trees? This is a relatively accurate statement, yes. Yes. Wow. So I heard a rumor that some trees could be used for teleportation. Are there different kinds of magics imbued within different kinds of trees? Ah. You must have heard of the Rainbow Eucalyptus. It is uh, worshipped by some dwarves on the far west and in the southeast, I think, somewhere. Anyhow, they, they had found that these trees are connected in a particular way, especially around nodes like you'd found in this mountain, very mountain. If they're, if they're around those powered nodes, then they have abilities to teleport. I th think you've spoken with the goddess Zenith as well? She's tapped into some of these abilities even um, with her portals. It's, it's quite a similar magic as that. Yeah, Zenith, uh, we're close with her. Um, a first name basis, you could say. I don't know if she has a last name. <laughs> um, so, is it accurate that we could use the same magic to teleport that, that a god like, or a goddess like Zenith does? A grin comes across her face. Of course, if you were able to find said trees and or nodes and propagate those trees. She'd looked over at Shia too, askantly, at when talking about Z the zenith, and Shia kind of peeked an eye open and just closed her eye again, like she's listening in, but she's not paying attention. Trying not to, she's trying to sleep still, technically. Hmm. But, like, not to the point of complete sleepiness. Like, you can kind of tell she's woken up around the same time you have, but... Um, one last question about the trees. One time we found this crystal-like fruit, and I broke it, and it did some really weird magic. Have you ever seen or encountered anything like that? Crystal what? I'm sorry? The crystal- it's the crystal apple, and I take ah, out the one the that I actually have. The apple. Oh, yeah. that is a spe particularly special fruit you have there. Um, you said you'd broken one? I hadn't heard of anyone attempting that in my days. Um, uh, the, there's, there's been said things to come from those trees we've been talking about. Not just the rainbow eucalyptus, but all trees, if given the right mixtures and such. It is it is rare rare that this happens. It generally means that you are favored by the god, and they wish to further their your goals in hopes that you protect them and their ideas of this world. Hmm. Okay. Well, I do plan on breaking this one, so I'll let you know what happens. Maybe if we cross paths again. I would be very intrigued to know. Well, 
Thanks for the soup, I guess. I'm gonna follow my friends. Could you point me in the direction? Yes, absolutely. They wouldn't actually... If you leave just out the front door here, you'll find a little path that goes down the mountain. Um, and at, it starts off as a frozen lake, and it starts to steepen into a frozen river that leads all the way down for a um, quick... Descendants from the from the top. Just fighting my mic over here. Sorry. That's okay. I can't find the front door. You you found it. You're standing right in front of it. So okay, okay. just let me know when you'd wanted to leave, and I was going to pop you down. Okay. Yeah. I just turned back to the hermit. Couple finger guns, <laughs> and I guess I'm just gonna leave Shia there. No. Nah. She, at this point, too, I would say, okay. is kind of rolling around in bed and like, ah. you know, I've been I've been debating on how the how to play this. I came up with one fun one, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but she kind of rolls out of bed grumpily, like, ah. I guess we best be getting on our way, and kind of grabs a bowl of soup real quick and comes running after you, slurping it to come down. Like she hadn't, she's she's not quite ready to. He to face what's cut ahead, but even though she's been mm. been doing it, you know, she's just not quite ready. Here we go. Step out, and there are more cherry blossom trees just uh, than you remember outside, even. And the path that she was talking about, you can kind of see cut into the rock in front of you. I'm trying to ping, but it's harder with these trees. Um, that goes down to a frozen lake down there, in straight in front of you, basically. So straight north. Okay, and that lake doesn't look perilous. It looks like if I step on it, it'll be fine. It looks solid as the rocks around you. Okay. Um, I think I'm actually gonna wild shape into a blink dog carry Shia on my back if that's possible Sure. and use my keen smell to track the group then um, you get to the edge of the pool directly following straight line from where you are of, of it and you, the smells kind of disappear as they touch the ice as it would if it were water basically so, but as you why do I always waste my wild shape? As okay. you step onto the ice, though, too, you kind of, you, I'm assuming Gunther's kind of like following behind you too. But you um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> go straight, and you're you're seeing the rock edges as you are. You're kind of sliding and stepping. It's all it's very slippery. It's a, it's a quite smooth ice. But you notice that it it does start beyond the pool, kind of moving to the northwest. Um, stream-wise that way. Okay, that's the direction she was talking about? Mm-hmm. That you can figure. Because okay, there's no other place. us around over here. Yeah. Um, I didn't have anybody roll anything last time, but that was partially because I just didn't even know what it would be. Um, but I would say and a Whatever one's the associated with dexterity that I keep mixing up. Is it the uh, acrobatics? 
roll acrobatics. Yep. As a blink dog. Um, yeah. Well. All right. Let's see if I can get this going too. Made a character sheet for Gunther too. So. Oh, nice. Now Gunther has like actual hit points and stuff, which is nice. That is nice. Part of the party, part of the crew. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you he want. He got a. Did you put it on? Though. Did you put it on D and D Beyond? Yeah. If you want, you can add him to the uh, campaign in there too. Okay, I will. I used base. I used just the human race, and then I took the blink dog stats and like auto filled them into the. Uh, yeah, that works. Um, thing. But yeah, he got a 22 dexterity. Okay. Did that work? It did. And Shia... Alright, so it's a good roll for Shia. But it's still going to be the same thing that would happen from this side. You guys don't know what the good part of it is yet, basically, I guess. Um, so you're sliding down this slope and it's uh, getting s steeper and steeper and you're not able to really stop yourself at any one point in time um, and as you're coming towards a corner she actually dislodges from your back and um, rolls off to the side of the stream and kind of launches off the side of a cliff <laughs> nice <laughs> and you don't know where she's gone um, but you you keep going because you obviously can't keep can't uh, turn back, um, sliding down as you are, and uh, you're you're not as daft at it as uh, Gunther, who keeps seems to be bouncing off the sides, all happy like, coming down, and uh, you come to the edge of a what you hear is a rushing waterfall actually, and uh, you see the ice start to break off into pieces in front of you, and. Uh, as you're as you're getting to the edge of that, you you get a view over top of a a small little post. It looks like a a, a area that's been uh, got like a wall and s some guards and there's some horses and stuff. And you see some small little people as you launch over the side of this waterfall, s hurling down towards the the water, and you splash safely into it. Maybe. There we go. Oh, I was going to say I couldn't see myself. I was worried, but I think I just wasn't there yet. And but... you're you're right at the pool edge of a pool with some rocks surrounding you as you come back up for air, gasping for air. Okay. Um, so I don't see anyone around. It's concerning that Shia flew off the edge, but I'm still blank dogs, so... I guess Gunther and I are gonna like try and get out of the water, and I'm gonna try and pick up their scent again along the shore. Okay. So you climb up over the rocks into another smaller, mm -hmm. shallower pool there with some horses drinking out of it, and at the base of a tower. 
that uh, that you had seen as you came down had some um, some reinf uh, fortifications. You're guessing some sort of ballista. It looked like a giant crossbow, basically. Can I see where it's aimed? In the wrong direction. It's aimed south instead of north. Okay, I splash out of that pool. I'm sniffing around. I'm tracking. And the horses uh, don't seem startled by this at all. They almost seem like, really? Again? Um, and uh, just keep drinking. And you are smelling right around there, and you pick up a scent that leads this direction around the tower. So to the east side of the tower, and kind of to this ladder, where you can smell is definitely been your friend. It, a couple of your friends have climbed up. You're you're thinking Mime and Zeph. You can smell for sure. And there's a slight scent of squall in the air too. <laughs> Mime and Zeph are the smelliest of my friends. Good to know. <laughs> um. I guess I can't climb this ladder, so I'm Elfthea again, and I'm going to pat Gunther on the head, I'm going to give him a little snack, and tell him to stay put, and then I'll climb the ladder. Okay. And you climb up the ladder and you poke your head over and you see a dragonborn guard standing at the uh, ballast ready um, and he kind of he looks over at you as he heard you come up the ladder and he goes uh hello again who, who are you <laughs> uh hi did you happen to see a halfling and uh, an air person come this way. Oh, you're part of that, uh, those, uh, roller rum, rum, rum rollers group again there? Yeah. Um, they actually headed down through the gate. Um, they, they, I think they got your horse too, you'd had in the last town. Hmm. Did they cause any trouble up here? Ah. The one tried to keep losing a horse, it looked like. I could hear my my uh, other, my guard captain cursing about, but nothing nothing major that I, that we could tell. We, we uh, let them pass through. You got off easy. <laughs> I could tell they, were, they seemed like a wily lot. I'd definitely like to go drinking with them. Hey, maybe someday. <laughs> so did they go directly south down this path? North, actually. North? Okay. Good to know. Thanks, sir. And I give him the finger guns. <laughs> so you... Okay. Are you going back down the ladder? Yep. Okay. North? Like, above the pool, he means? Or... He pointed directly, um, like, this way. Would be north on this in this orient I know it's not quite that orientation on this map. 
but to him true, true north versus project north yeah exactly <laughs> okay so i'm gonna go in the direction he pointed which i think is this way right is this the right direction and you see the wall of the f small fortification that's holding this pass and you also see what else do you see I have to go to your oh you're seeing around you currently kind of some smaller cliff faces that you're walking around and this seems to go down whereas the direction you keep going now is going up like up into the mountains behind you or something so and you're walking out into a larger field of grass and such um <clears throat> I'm gonna take out the crystal apple that I stole from Mime, have Gunther smell it to get the scent, and then I'm gonna have him track them. Ah, okay. And he does kind of, he grunts, he's like, ah, mm. and he understands pretty much exactly what you want without any words, and just starts sniffing, kind of goes back this way with his nose to the air and falls back this way. Can you see him still? No. He's right at the edge of your vision. He's like right here. How about now? <laughs> nope. He didn't increase. Oh, is he invisible currently? I don't know. I can't see you pinging either, so I'm unsure. No, he's not invisible. So that I can hide him. He turned invisible and ran away. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's 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 pretty much straight in front of you though right now. He's kind of blending in, I guess, with the grass a little bit too. Now I put him right in front of you. He's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he's he's walking straight down this way, walking this way, sniffing along, sniffing along, and uh, you start to. Smell even with your faint nose horses on the on the wind, and you see a tent around the edge of this bouldered cliff. And uh, it looks like Squall, you'd be. Are you mounted on your horse, actually? <laughs> but you'd be the. Go ahead. Uh, I think so. Oh, okay. Like, I I didn't know how to like combine the two together. Like move them as one character. Oh, <laughs> if you take control. So if you take control, you can select both of them at the same time, I think, and then, yeah, then you can use the arrow key like you would normally. So if you take control and select the two things you need, but you were the first one to kind of hear, probably, um, besides this lone horse out here, <laughs> Thea approaching, who kind of whinnied. I also whinnied. <laughs> What's up, Squall? Hey, what's up? I um, actually cannot move either of my characters. You're moving so, them. Can I see everyone? Yes, for the most part. Right now you can't see, you're like, where's Idril? And you also do see a um, unmoving lizard corpse in front of a fire. 
lizard person. Mimei, Mimei looks up as Thea approaches and puts their hand up way and high and waves it back and forth real enthusiastically. I look from the lizard to Mimei and back, and I'm not surprised at all. There's like, <laughs> just the straightest face ever. <laughs> Oh, the lizard's <laughs> naked, isn't he? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we took his clothes. I have new clothes! Are you wearing the lizard's clothes? Zeph is, yeah. Zeph has the lizard's, like, oriental-looking robes on. <laughs> I look at you, also not surprised. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk up to the group and be like, So, Shia just flew off the side of a cliff. <laughs> And I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> hmm. Maybe we should go find her. We we need we need Shia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know how we're gonna do that. <laughs> Uh, well, we have a Gunther, and, uh, we have a Skull, so at least we have a, you know, forward Scouts. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I nominate guys... Gunther and Squall to go forward ahead of us and see if they can find any traces. Did you guys eat lizard last night? Um. I had bread. <laughs> we know Squall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, stole all of the hermit's bread. No, I asked. I didn't steal. Also, <laughs> also though, technically, it's still only like it only took you minutes to get down the mountain to this point, basically. Yeah, so it's the same day, right? Because yeah. we mm -hmm. had breakfast with the hermit. Mm-hmm. Bella. Okay, I guess I'm gonna take lizard meat then, because <laughs> that's what we do. But that's not just like, like it was a lizard person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that changes it for you. Yeah, would that be some kind of cannibalism at some point? Okay, I mean, just I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to, to ruin. He was like a shaman or something. He was he was oh like in a meditative prayer state when we came down, and my first gut reaction was to kill him. So now he's dead. <laughs> Nobody questioned mm. it. Nobody said anything. Oh, they just like no, started attacking him with fair. me. Our first reaction was, you wanted his shiny orb. Oh yeah, we tried to steal it. Clothes. So, we tried to just take him, but then it went real fast, real fast. Okay, so I'm like standing over this body, ready, <laughs> with a knife, ready to start carving meat off, and you're like, wait, that was a guy. And I'm like, I mean, if I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, I'm just giving you more information. Hey, I can't really see my screen all that well, and Josh just said a lizard, so I just assumed that it was a lizard. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, I said lizard, and then I followed up real late with, like, person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I t I'll just take the uh, the dead little s symbol off of there, just give him one health back so you can kind of get a visual of what they look like, sort of, kind of. Oh, he looks colorful. I bet he was a nice man. 
How many nice men do you know just living alone in caves? <laughs> I used to live alone in a cave. We're not- he's not in a cave! Just a tent! I- I guess, I mean... Unless you know something we don't know. Squall's already partake- took in his flesh, actually, and, uh, has seen his whole life story. Oh yeah, I took his eyeball, didn't I? He did, actually. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, it's missing <laughs> eyeballs. Bread that's different eyeballs. than- that's different oh, than consuming has, his flesh. Yeah. He doesn't have any eyeballs because we each. I took one too. Okay, then why were you guys on my case about the body? I just. I, if you want to eat it, down. if you want to eat lizard person, go for it. I'm just letting you know he was a person. So. You guys already scavenged his body. That's. making use of a bad situation. You took the good parts already. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the, the whole reason I killed him in the first place. Was, well, the, the reason we ended up killing him is because I tried to steal his orb when he was in this, like, meditative trance state. Uh, and then the orb, like, deflated like a beach ball. So I didn't even get the orb. So. Did it disappear? It's, like, on the ground deflated, right? Yeah. It was, like, a flat, and then you picked it up, I'm pretty sure, too. Oh. If it's not picked up, I'm picking it up. Yeah, I'm pretty... Yeah, I can't remember if I picked it up. I'm pretty no, sure... No, I think Squall took it because he was looking at it because it's, like, a map. I do remember someone taking it. That much I know. I don't know. I mean, okay. I could do a mean meditation. But if you did want to start hacking away at this lizard person, I would I would ask for a survival um, to see how no, well you do. I don't actually want to do that. I'm not. I'm gonna be respectful of a religious uh, icon's body. And Idra, what are you doing over here? As you can hear all them debating about this uh, situation. You're muted if you're responding, but... Yeah, getting there. Uh... Yeah... I'm... I have, like, a little conversation with Zabit. Oh, okay. So I'm just, like, sitting here and chatting to Zabit. Like, mind my own business. Oh, okay. Nothing in particular? Yeah, we're just kind of thinking about his life and, like, getting to know him better. And he tells you of a, a, a small story of how he became an acolyte in the tower and uh, how his how most of his family had been uh, dispatched at, at a young age. And he sought religious um, relief for that, but has not found any, and does not believe in an afterlife for many reasons. Okay. Hence his extreme fear for it, and not wanting to die, be dead uh, still. I sympathize with him and share a very vague version of, uh, basically, I let him know that I know how it feels to lose family. And I kind of sympathize him with him. And he says, uh, thank you for your solace. You're very welcome. 
What? What does the uh, lizard folks feet look like? Um, they're, oh, this can't be good. There are three claws in the front that are kind of long toes that he would is standing on. Um, that has an appendage on the back that's almost like a, uh, almost like a thumb or a, uh, such coming off the back, almost more of a stabilizing claw. Um, like a raptor claw? Is, it, yeah, is this a, a velociraptor? A little bit, a little bit like a velociraptor. Did I just kill a velociraptor? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like a velociraptor claw foot thing going on there, yeah. Kind of want to take one of his feet. All right. Um, let me see if I can. I can do this. Probably. I just feel like somebody would buy it. <laughs> Add it to but the other body like parts. Make a lot of money. A humanoid foot. But it's like a fancy foot. So I'm sure some like fucked up wizard somewhere needs a lizard folk foot. I feel Good. like the question oh, is, do we want to associate ourselves or do dealings with someone that would buy a lizard person foot? Like, take the claw and put it on a necklace or something? I mean... I mean, again, I'm all about, if you want to harvest his flesh, or his feet, or his eyeballs, or his clothes, whatever you guys want to take. I'm just, you know, when I think about what kind of people we might meet trying to sell lizard people feet. Yeah, but I mean, like, the money, though. I'm gonna get off <laughs> my horse and put the eyeball back in a skull. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about this now. I'll take the other eyeball. You, you shouldn't. Let me see here. You don't want it, Squall. I'll take it. So are you going to try and hack this this foot off then? Is that what you're saying? No, I'll leave the foot alone. Okay. <laughs> but I am going to keep both eyeballs. Okay. I'll just tuck them in next to the ogre heart. I feel like that should be eyeball spelled with a Z. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zeth? Okay, can we all talk about how Zeth's bag is full of body parts? <laughs> this is, might be problematic. I thought about that when you were like, okay, so Zeth and Mime are the smelliest ones in the group. I'm like, well, that checks out, considering. Oh my god. My bag's full of zombie parts. <laughs> I need to find... Well, I put it in the chat. I was going to try and put it in your backpack, but that's looking a little complicated for me to keep going through there. Is that, um, uh, oh, I put it in the chat as Shia, too. I f forgot that I can change who the heck I'm talking as. That's kind of interesting. I can actually go to any character I've ever created and do that, too, now. That's interesting. That is a lot, though. Um, anywho. So, yeah. You guys are, are here. The dead... Lizard person, lizard folk, um, that has no eyeballs, and most of the stuff on the outside of the tent was gone. I think you'd found some stuff in this inside of the tent, but uh, the tent is still standing. <laughs> uh, 
and um, the path, as you can tell, kind of leads in the direction you were going before being distracted by by the lizard folk as well. North towards oh. Gargon, um, as you were expecting. See, yeah, if you want an extra bedroll for Gonther, there's one in the tent. Okay, but Gunther, you have to carry your own. I can't carry all this shit. <laughs> yeah, as I say, we have horses now. It might be worthwhile to like take the whole tent. That's true. I feel like Gunther could also probably have packs. Like, maybe that's something I need to buy for him at some point. But I feel like he can carry stuff too. Yeah. Um, I feel like first this. I feel like this man died for no reason other than to serve our own purposes, and he had no significant, like, role on this planet. I hope so. (laughs) The longer this goes on, the worse I feel. (laughs) Let's dig him a grave. That's a good idea. That is a great idea. Does anybody have a shovel? Um... God damn it. <laughs> I have a shield. Right. We do have blast. We have. Oh, we do. Yeah. And I take out my turkey spoon and I go turkey, turkey, turkey. <laughs> I take mine out and I lick it. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi takes theirs out and says turkey, turkey, turkey. Um, where do and, we do? Um, want to put them like under this tree? Squall, what are you doing with yours? Considering this conversation, who? Squall. Oh, what's up? I was asking what you were doing with yours, considering this conversation. What with my spoon? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, I could it's... help out. That's not. That's I not was. A I was just asking because it, if it was in your back, right now, um, Thea's head's currently in it. Yeah, that'll, uh... Don't smash my bread, please. Oops. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot the spoons teleport. Old backpack, <laughs> bread crumbs everywhere. Yep. My bread! Pigeons, start eating your bread. Mmm. <laughs> but both Zeph and me have successfully um, turned their spoons into shovels. Squall's gonna Eldritch Blast me. <laughs> no. And all the pigeons. <laughs> it's fine. I'll get more bread. It's okay. So you I'm get... full anyhow, so... So I'm guessing I think... Mime and Zeph feeling the guiltiest after killing the lizard folk. Um... <laughs> dig the grave, considering their spoons are also the out and uh, ready. Um, yeah, I'm not helping with that shit, but good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'll help dig the grave. Wow! <laughs> you, could, uh, you just slept all day. You could use some exercise there. Don't, uh... <laughs> I had to track Don't judge you guys me in my hasty decision. I had to track you guys here, just so you know, you two are the smelliest. <laughs> well, lucky for you, I'm smelly. <laughs> Hopefully, if, if she is smelly enough, maybe we'll be able to find her, too. Lucky yeah. for you, I have a backpack full of body parts. 
Lucky for us, Zed has a rotting dick in her bag. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, if you could roll a survival for me, we may. Oh, the dick? Yep, yep. Dick, 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 diggity dig. Diggity dig. Because you got to be pretty wise to dig a hole, right? That's how that works, I think. Mm -hmm. My gosh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's gonna take a while. <laughs> Fourteen and a sixteen. You both um, dig up a, a sizable portion of the ground pretty easy, actually, with the spoons in hand. Um, <clears throat> considering their teleporting ability changes as a shovel that you had forgotten about and you remember now, it, as soon as you tap on the dirt, it kind of teleports directly behind you. Oh, let's kick ass! And. Um, you do that a few more times, realizing, and just make short work of it. Um, don't barely even breaking a sweat. Night. Awesome. Okay. I'm gonna kick him into the grave. <laughs> I'm gonna kick him. Oh my God. He's so far away from it right now. Oh yeah, I feel like. Like, we should, like, have one person at his arms and one person at his legs and drag him over there. Alright, I'll help. Yeah, it's in here. Everybody roll strength check. What is it? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> I'm gonna take out my flute and play tap, Taps. Is that what that song is? Yeah. Do, do, do. I don't know if I know how to play the flute, but I have one in my inventory for some reason. You do. Roll a performance. Okay. This one goes it. out to Lizard Man. Negative truth strength check me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. This is not what my character is known for. This is true. <laughs> I rolled the wrong thing. Seven. That still works. Anywho, um, Zeph is kind of picking up some of that extra weight that you weren't able to gather, me may I didn't see a roll in there for you, Squall. You said you were going to help too, right? Yeah, did it not come through? Uh, did it? No. Oh, uh, there it goes. No, that was, no, what the hell? I just went back All through right. the chat a little bit, though, too. Yeah, no, and there, let me try, it's, and, and I rolled a nine. Okay. So, that I works. You were kind of uh, holding one of the legs. Uh, Zeph, you're holding half the body, and Mime, you've got like a hold of the head. And you guys are just kind of awkwardly walking over, and as the eyeball totters out of it, because it, I just was going back through the chat too, and it's actually a dried lizard eye that you just put back in his skull. There's skull, because <laughs> you dried it over the fire. Mm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but I took it back out of his skull. Oh, you took... That's right. Never mind. Uh, keeping track of where this eyeball has gone is, is one crazy story. I mean... <laughs> the thing is well, we started talking about pr preservation qualities, like how to preserve these body parts we were gathering. I think that's why we dried it out over the fire. Pretty sure. But you guys... Yeah, I did that with mine, too. I'm almost home, so I'll add it to my inventory when I get there. Okay. But you guys managed uh, to get the, the... Ignore that deception roll. I was just trying to get my stuff to work the lizard folk into the grave no problem and uh, feel very awkward about yourselves and what you've done can, especially with the uh, 
mediocre rendition of taps that Thea is performing for you all. Um, like you feel almost as mediocre in the sense of that of as the song right now because of the essence that uh, uh, that was like oh man I should not have done that that was a that was my bad I ah, damn <laughs> if but only our bird was here people. and not off the side of a cliff yeah let's go find our bard yeah. Okay, I'm down to, but hats off. I'm not sure if Josh made her fly off the cliff because for story reasons or because she's not going to be around. So. We can always know. try to go find her. If it's, okay. you know, if it's absolutely futile, right? If Squall flies and tries to look for her, can't find her, got the runs ahead and has no scent, you know, we'll carry okay. on. But do we want to leave the horses here? Do we want to... Because I'm assuming where we're going is not very, like, horse-friendly terrain. Do we want to leave them at the town? That way, like, we can just come back to the, or the outpost, whatever it is. I met a nice man in the tower that you guys didn't kill. He could watch them. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Hey, not to interrupt, but Ike, do you want ice cream? Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. Give me a uh, Oreo Blizzard. Okay. Thank you. Ooh. I want one. Yeah, I want, I want a Blizzard. <laughs> Oreo Blizzard's a solid choice. Yeah, it is. It, uh, 10 out of 10. Oreo Blizzard's a blah, blah. Oreo Blizzard's a what? Chocolate Oreo Blizzard. Oh, is a level up. Mm. That's what you were saying. Mm. I'll have to try that someday. That's my favorite. I'm a cheesecake person, so I like cheesecake blizzards. Oh my god, cheesecake is so good. <laughs> so good. Brownies are my ultimate weakness. I can understand. They're my yeah. all-time all favorite dessert. I agree. But I have to be chewy, fudgy brownies. Don't give me brownies. a cake brownie. Yeah. I'm good either way. Like, I don't drink a lot of milk on a regular basis, but if you give me a pan of brownies and a gallon of milk, it will be gone that day. Because I have no self-control with brownies. I got a frosted animal cookie blizzard in case anyone's wondering. Oh, my oh. God. I didn't know oh, those were a thing. Oh, they're delicious. They have chunks of animal cookies in it. Yeah, those frosted animal crackers are like the, the shit. They're amazing. So mm -hmm. good. Uh, Does anybody remember like what the? I don't know. It's like the frosted. Uh, there's some weird name for them. I can't. They're like oh, muddy buddies. Have you guys ever had those? Oh yeah. Muddy buddies. Muddy buddies are amazing. Good. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really funny that it took Chex Mix so long to make a Muddy Buddy Chex Mix, like, and sell it in stores. Yeah, they... There's been homemade recipes going around for, like, ever, but they didn't oh. start selling it in stores for, until, like, I don't know, a couple years ago. Yeah, I was in Girl Scouts when I was little, and we used to make it in Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. We called it Puppy Chow, though. Yeah. You guys are mm -hmm. tough. 
talking about Nutty Buddy, right? Not or is Muddy Buddy something different? Like what? No, a, no, a, a Nutty, nutty buddy. buddy is the wafer and chocolate and peanut butter. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Muddy Buddies are tra- nutty buddy? Muddy Buddies. Mm-hmm. Nutty Buddies sounds like something else. Uh-oh. Nutty Buddies <laughs> has hardcore innuendo. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Isn't Nutter Butter not it's Nutter, nutter butter. butter? Oh, <laughs> no, Nutter Butters are the the cookies mm-hmm. shaped like a peanut. That's a Nutter Butter. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna Google this shit. Yeah, Nutty Buddies are the wafers Careful with the peanut Google butter. Nutty Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. They're little Debbie. They're yeah. the little Debbie wafers. They're peanut yeah. butter inside and coated in chocolate. That's right. Oh yeah. That's what I when thought. When it comes you were... to the prepackaged snacks, those are probably my favorite ones. And yeah, then... they're definitely up there. And then the not the cupcake. No, cupcakes take second second place. I'm a ho ho kind of kind of girl myself, <laughs> especially in the freezer. Ooh. Ooh, I never thought of that. Yeah, throw them in the freezer. They're amazing. Fruit gushers are really good in the freezer. Ooh. Yeah. This is all great interlude talk, but how are we getting to these horses? <laughs> yeah, so I, I started walking away. I'm, I'm going to <laughs> take my horse back to town so we can go get Shia. Nobody, nobody, uh, well, I, I don't know what you guys are doing. I'll just talk it and go and. <laughs> yeah, we buried this lizard Yeah, we may have left the area. It's all good now. I feel better. <laughs> we did bury him, right? Yeah. That bad thing. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, there was a red, a red site down. If you go behind a bush. Yeah, it's in between two trees. Figured it looked peaceful. Nice. I touched the tree. Is it normal? It does <laughs> feel uh, a little warmer, but mostly normal. mostly normal <laughs> still rough okay, how did we how do we get back to the like a safe place to leave our horses is that this yes that is the is that, gate? that is the gate you guys came through to go to the direction you're headed cool. now just gonna run into it <laughs> hope i go through um you guys know what god that lizard person was following we did not talk to him. <laughs> or her. We did not talk to the, the lizard person. We just attacked. Yeah, they like came out of their trance. I think they screamed and then they died. They were probably oh, we just were... startled. Yeah, probably. We were the Fire Nation and they were everybody else. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Understood. I'm just, now that I realize gods might exist, I'm just, that's a little... Uh, worrisome, but okay. Did someone yeah. pick up the orb, though? Oh, yeah, I did. Mima picks up deflated globe. I got it. Oh thank goodness! I was gonna be awkward. <laughs> Put that. Yeah, deflated. And in my other possessions, deflated globe from dead lizard folk we killed. <laughs> oh, <sad>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and two health potions so... and charms. I got charms out of the tent. Anyway. Did that they they lizard folk have family, Josh? Thank you. I'm, you do. I'm just not gonna... That might be a question, yeah, better left unanswered. 
just gonna let you. Yeah. <laughs> he had a family, guys, and we um, killed him. <laughs> guys, I was grabbing my change and my blizzards from the young, like high school girl at Dairy Queen as Mime goes. Yeah, the dead lizard folk, and she just kind of looked at me. <laughs> 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 Lol. <laughs> we just made her night. We did. She's gonna be telling all her friends. Um, I say for better or worse, I don't know, but we made it. Yep. Can we give the lizard? The, <laughs> can we? Can we give the lizard folk guy a name, or her, or they? They're dead now. Yeah, they should be remembered. Jeffrey. No. <laughs> did you just say Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Oh my gosh. Their name is now Terry. <laughs> Have you guys sucks. watched the new Bo Burnham special on Netflix? Yeah, that's why I said that. <laughs> I have had that song stuck in my head all day. It's so funny. Did you know he's suing NASA? Why? Yes, I saw that. Uh, because NASA picked SpaceX over, over uh, is it Blue Origin or Blue... Whatever his company's name was. And they NASA didn't was... want to send their astronauts into space with giant metal dicks. Yeah, NASA basically was like, look, you SpaceX already had three manned flights to the International Space Station where you guys sent a penis into space. It's all what NASA yeah. said, but that's what I said. This, I mean, so, so coming from someone who's dealt with government contracts, it's like a whole process. And, like, the losing party... Suing or complaining is yeah. like standard. Oh yeah, uh, happens all the time. Okay, it's not. Oh, it just okay. seems extravagant because it's Jeff Bezos, but that's like that happens in government contracting all the time, where the I losing thought... party is just a, a poopy pants. I oh, thought okay. that you guys meant that Bo Burnham sued NASA for like no. two minutes of that conversation, <laughs> and I was so confused. But now I understand. Yeah, because when it but I was very confused as well. Yeah, cause like it... I was like, wait, Bo Burnham owns a space company? <laughs> Best space company ever. Yeah, because when it seems like Jeff Bezos decided to sue NASA, it seemed like the ultimate, like, oh, I'm a billionaire and I didn't get what I want, and so I'm getting you in trouble now. That's what it seemed I mean, like. that's probably what it did. Yeah, I'm not saying that wasn't part of it, but... It's also not uncommon for people that lose government contracts to, like, do follow-up, like, appeals or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, that's maybe a little different then. Yeah. Not that I think Jeff Bezos is a good guy. Like, fuck Jeff Bezos, but... <laughs> oh, no, for real. Like... Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we didn't want to leave our horses here inside. We have to continue through this way, right? That... I thought you were no. That's the uh, you want to go all the way back to Titty Sprinkles to leave the horses. Is what no, you're I thought we were no. with the guy at the ballista. We need to go find Shia. We can't go all the way back to Titty Sprinkles. I didn't see where you clicked. Actually, I was over somewhere else. What are you? So this is what you're pointing oh. at is actually the second gate outside. Yeah, and that's where on the in through that gate was just an open field down back to Titty Sprinkles. You're in between well, the that's... two. You're in between the two gates right now that is like the fortification called Wolfbane's Pass. 
Right. Where were the horses when we picked them up? Um, they were they were on the other side of that gate, and that was because um, there were two guards that brought them to you from Titty Sprinkles before they got through the gate, which you guys went north through. That you're standing in. Gotcha. Now. So if we're gonna leave the horses somewhere while we go find Shia, where should we do that? Here? Like, should I yell up at Veteran 2 and be like, hey, yo, Veteran 2, if I toss a coin to my Witcher, can you watch my horse? Uh, can we a run him out? Things. Can we, like, Uber him? Uber the horses? <laughs> I'm using that for your own reference. Not he doesn't actually say Uber. Who's Meredith? That is my best friend. No one else has named their horse but Squall. Do I have a horse? The one in front of you currently, the Palomino, the small Palomino, is what I was associating oh. with you. Although you do have a selection of a uh, this other workhorse that has not also been chosen, I think, unless that was. There were two that were the exact same color. Let me see here. No, I yeah. want the tiny one. Okay. <laughs> I'm just talking to it. I'm acquainting myself with this horse in horse language. Oh, okay. Wow. That's wow. what I did with <laughs> Meredith. I cast speak with animals and talk to her. Oh, so you actually know her name because you spoke to her. Yep. We're friends. I just picked the... Well, I mean, the draft horse, I think, makes sense, but I picked the biggest horse I could find. Hell yeah. And it's appropriate for the captain. Depending upon what you say and ask of uh, the Palomino, the uh, is also that. But um, when you would talk to the guard, that is what he'd said. Mime, he'd said, can... Uh, beyond that... Uh, well, I mean, how long are you going to leave them here? That is a lot of stabling time, so we have to pay for them somehow. Um, I mean, how long? I I wasn't planning on searching for Shia much longer than this afternoon. Like, I think we'll be oh. back tonight to get them before. We might stay the night here. I don't... Okay. No, that is no problem then. Don't worry. Um, if you take them, if you leave them here, we'll, we'll be able to handle them. Okay. Yeah, at the most, I mean, until tomorrow morning. We'll be, we'll be out of here tomorrow morning. Okay. And, um, sounds good to me. Okay. Cool. So that counts for everybody's horses, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Small one. I can't quite see you down there, but yes. Yay. <laughs> um so thank you. So I'm gonna walk back up here and over to Rand, because this is I'm assuming up this way is where she is, right? That's where the waterfall was. That's where she would have flew off the cliff. Yeah, she was near the waterfall. So I'm going to try to look. Before we even go into the woods or anybody leaves, I'm just going to try to see what I can see off of. I'm assuming up here where the crossbow is, like, is a tall tower. Yeah. I'm assuming that yeah. I can see off of it mm -hmm. and I can see some things. So I'm going to mm -hmm. see if I can find any indication that there uh, is a big blue person out in the woods. Perception. If I could see any any uh, uh, traces of destruction. 
Doesn't someone have an eyeglass or something? Maybe she could use that. Perception. Yeah, I do. I mean, or you can use the eyeglass. You guys might. I mean, you're taller. You might be have better eyesight than me. I'm a little behind, though. It's appropriate. You kind of sound farther away from your mic right now, too, because <laughs> it was sounded like you were actually talking from down below the wall at first. <laughs> Now you're walking up the wall to Mime and see, I was the one with the glass, but uh, you, what you see visibly, Mime, is uh, just an expanse of trees at the base of this mountain that kind of comes up to it. Um, you don't, you see some tops of ones that look like they, they don't have snow on them, at, but you can't quite tell if it's from a passing of something or if they just, they caught your eye because they're other ones near them that also had snow on them but these ones do not you're not you're just not sure though if they just you know they'd lost some of their ability to hold on to that snow they they'd lost a branch or something like that or but that's what you're seeing <clears throat> that, that, that's what you're seeing and it's probably a okay. good um <coughs> those ones that you're noting though are probably a good uh 250 meters to 300 meters away so you're only seeing that yeah, Mime's gonna yell over to Thea or ask Thea, does it does that look like see where that snow's missing? Off those trees, those where those branches are, does that look does that look about right? Do you have any idea? With my sense of mathematics based on the trajectory in her <laughs> position in space, can I make any assumptions about this hole in the snow? <laughs> you can. <laughs> on the trajectory of the sun and the moon, Thea is on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Roll a, um, you'd have to, do, probably just a regular intelligence check for that, I would say. For a math now. check. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to try and do something like that in the future, I don't, I don't even know what the heck that would be called as a skill. <laughs> math is intelligence. Yeah, I think. Use his spyglass to look at the hole in the snow, too. That would be a perception for me. 14 math. What does the having the spyglass like get her as far as the perception? Or get him? Get Idril. Get Idril. Uh, a. Um, does it add anything to my perception? Yes. Yeah, so you should be a modifier. You would get a, a bonus for it. It's uh, not, not like a not like a roll bonus because it just changes the, the field in which you're looking. Your perception is just your ability to perceive what you're actually seeing. So the, the... Well, I didn't perceive shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So your your eyeglass just magnifies to what range you can see, basically, which is which is cool, be especially if you're out in the ocean, which is where you guys were to get it for and such, because you were like, you know, trying to make sure ships weren't getting too close to you and other stuff like that. But with this, you are noticing a, a vaster array. You can actually see to the sea on this side, and you kind of look around you, and you do notice that this pass is well located because it's uh, it seems the sea's on either side off to the s south and to the north of this path pass um, because the trees stop not too far from here, probably about 500 to 600 meters into a, a cliff face into the sea. But, oh, no. uh, but, but you do not see anything um, that really draws your eyes through the branches of the trees or anything when you're just 
hurriedly looking around. You're like, there's a there's a lot of area to look through. I'm not seeing anything specifically as you're kind of scanning back and uh, forth. Yeah. Through I'm the just whole like, area. I'm like, I don't see her. I think we should just uh, keep moving and you know this, try. Is... To... Idril want to offer the spyglass to anybody else so they can uh, try their luck. He doesn't, but you can ask for it. About my math score. So with that, you're kind of um, looking at the top of the waterfall, and you're like, damn, that's pretty high up there. And you're looking at some of the twists, kind of glints you can see of the this um, frozen river coming down the side of the mountain. You're kind of looking to see, you know, I'm pretty sure it was on a on a left turn, and that would be to that side of the mountain whenever we're swinging back and forth, and you, like, it's probably between one of these three or four turns, and you're like, yeah, she could be just about anywhere. We were probably about 500 feet up in the air. It's crazy. She might be dead. Or in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I did the math, Mime, and I think she's dead. <laughs> Just kidding, but I don't think that hole is. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure that I'm convinced that the branches and stuff have anything to do with her because we are pretty high on. Well, um, I'm gonna. Mime's gonna try to tag Team Squall uh, with, with their. I'm assuming superior bird vision. To I don't know where Squall is right now. Squall up here with us. He would be probably as as you would call him. He kind of just comes up, squall. But uh, I he, leave a trail of bread. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, currently AFK, so I'm not sure exactly what he would do. Um, gotcha. He, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming the Oreo Blizzard has arrived because I haven't heard Zeph, and Zeph isn't connected currently. Um, That's fair. But I want to hear about the frosted animal cracker blizzard. As you guys are all standing there, though, too, Ran is kind of looking between you guys and going, uh, is there anything I could help you with? I mean, you guys, you guys looking for something? You look pretty intent. Yeah, so our friend, um, is up on the mountain somewhere. We're trying to see if we can locate them. Oh, uh, they're on the mountain? You mean the one you guys just came down? Yeah, they had a less successful descent than we did. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard... You ever send search parties or anything up in there? No. Have you noticed anything strange today? You, uh... I was going to mention that because uh, it was it was a little bit of an uh, I mean not that much of an odd occurrence considering the rest of you came down this waterfall today, um, like a boss screaming and or um, fluttering over as yourself there, kind squall. Um, How you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm still gonna take that. Uh, was it bread that you gave him to my family later? But uh, my watch ends in a probably he looks up at the sun. He kind of can probably in an hour or two. But um, yeah, I think I did see someone or something. I thought it, I just didn't. I thought it was a bird. It was just really loud, or maybe a dragon off in the distance because it was pretty loud. 
And it did was it was a little raspy. Um, there was this freak lightning that came down too, but I don't I don't. That was much what? farther farther off in the distance. A loud dragon was definitely our friend. Yeah, so that that sounds right. That's a good description. I don't know what this lightning nonsense is though. That's concerning. Well, she has a lightning. Yeah, what she said. She had what? A lightning she... sword. Yeah, she's. Oh. She's a lightning dragon, so. Oh well, then never mind what I just said. That's a perfect description. <laughs> um. Did you happen to see whereabouts that uh? Flying thing landed. Oh, um. Not particularly. They kind of um, vanished over the horizon, as far as I could tell. What? How far away is the horizon? That's a good question. Depends on how far up from the surface of the Earth you are. Based on our trajectory and position in space. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're on a table, so it's flat. <laughs> A flat earther. Mimi is a flat <laughs> <earther>. <laughs> Okay. So apparently, um, apparently, it can, you can, you're just on a standing flat surface. You can see about five five kilometers or three point one miles. Well, so. so uh... It, okay, sure. Flat at, at the radius. Yeah, so rate. like if you're if you're at sea, you can see about fifteen kilometers. The yes. horizon yes. cuts you off at fifteen. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but we're not. We're like up on a tower. Yeah. But are you considering that we're on the? Okay. So I'm 15. not because I don't know how to do that math right now, and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. That's the only reason I like. <laughs> I'm showing this interest. Um, okay. So, hey, Squall, um, how far can you fly in a day? Well, um... Slash, how far are you interested in flying in a day? <laughs> oh, I could fly. <laughs> I'm good to go all day. So, you just point me in the direction and I'll get going. As I'm sure you heard this, this young gentleman here. Uh, say that he saw something that sounds a lot like Shia, that matches the description of Shia, but it's they, like they were flung over the horizon which from some rough calculations is roughly 15, at least 15 kilometers away and so I didn't know I don't know, yeah. maybe I don't know if that's worthwhile for us to, or if that's easy for you to scout or worthwhile for us to chase I mean I guess if she's going that far, maybe the hermit will intercept her again possible but yeah i can fly i can fly for a long time prove it what do we <laughs> what do we what do we think crew what do we do we want to the dm is seeming to make this a uh, pretty pretty surmountable challenge but i'm not sure yeah. we want to as Cassidy much as i feel like we need <laughs> the dragonborn <laughs> cassidy doesn't think that were I think that it's not a possible task, but I feel like it's out of character for all of us to just be like, okay. And you know, to to under mm. 
hmm. under, understand the direction uh, of, of what she'd gone. He does lie in. It seemed to be in the direction of Gogon. Oh, snap. Weird. What a coincidence. Um, We have torques, right? Yeah, we do. Can we... They work in this one like in the other campaign, right? Can we, like, tap on the torque and try to talk to her? Mm-hmm. E.T. phone home? Is that what you say? What do you say? <laughs> huh? Oh, is that what you... Is that what you say, actually? No, I'm gonna try... I'm just gonna yell real... As, as loud as anybody has heard me may yell this entire time. I'm standing right there on top of this tower with everybody else right next to me. I'm still going to scream as loud as anybody's heard me say it as I tap into the torque. Sham! And you you uh, kind of get like a a rattling sound coming out of your torque. And um, a very muffled what? 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 Oh, hey, you're alive. And then you just hear it kind of like taken off. Of, and there's another voice, and they say, Who is this? Oh, who is this? This is your captain speaking. <laughs> I am the captain. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I'm the captain that matters. Where's, uh, what are you doing with our dragonborn? Now, oh, this blue bitch. We got her. She's ours now. <gasps> what? Do we all hear Guys, this? I whatever, think she's, whatever helps I think you... she's been shanghaied. <laughs> yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night, sir. I'll, uh, I'll see you shortly. And you just hear... <laughs> before... No, no more sound. It's like a loud snapping crack. Oh. All right, guys. I guess we gotta get on the horses and follow the path to the Gargon. Should we try and bargain with this guy, or bribe him, or threaten him? Oh, I think our communications are uh, lost. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, that's what the crack was. I assumed it was the or sorry, Shia. <laughs> cracking but i guess it was probably the, the thing okay is it can we still talk to this person are you trying to yes yep so what are you what are you saying yeah, my, um how would you like to bargain that's what i'm saying that to the party like what should we do yeah i think we should find this guy and kill him Straight i think up. so too but we got to convince him to find him, you know? Mm -hmm. Then we kill him. Hell yeah. And we could probably use some more information. Like, we'll find him faster. Yeah. If we know anything. I tap the torque and I'm like, how much money do you want? How much are we talking to get our friend back? You just hear a, hear a <laughs> of apparently a, a, a Ashia releasing the uh, of her breath before, and she just yells, 
I'm just north of you guys. You must hurry. I, th I think it's the the neophytes. They didn't tell me their name. <laughs> Okay, we gotta go north. Yeah, let's go and kick some ass. Well, at least the neophytes should be easy to find. Like, we already know people hate them. Do we know where they are? Ran. Is that that guy's name? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, Ran. oh, that was weird. Are you guys talking to those necklaces? What's, what's going on there? This necklace is my best friend. Do you know anything about the neophytes? Oh yeah, we've been informed recently to not let any more of them pass by Mayor Horst. Um, it was one of the messages he passed along. He said that they are um, worshipping a, a, a new god or something, and uh, that, well, we'd known that part as much, but that they, they also are trying to, you know, do evil unto others. Yeah, we're just, my, the king that I serve and pays my bills, you know, I, I was not supporting him anymore, so I uh, can't can't uh can't do dealings with them will your mayor pay us for each uh head that we bring back oh that's a good question and he kind of yells over to the guard captain he's, he says is there a bounty on these neophytes yet and he says um yeah probably not um just quite yet but i assume by any standings of the means it's not too far in the makings it's with some nobles, and then he just drones on, and he's like, yeah, it's probably going to happen pretty soon. Do you yeah, know we like collecting body parts. Yeah. <laughs> right up our alley. Yeah, Sorry, we're nuts, and we're best friends with necklaces. Do you know <laughs> where they hide out, or where their lair is, their oh. base? Yeah, it is one of the reasons why apparently we're not supposed to help them anymore. They've barricaded... Uh, and besieged the capital city of Gaugant. So if you're if you're heading there, you're going to run into them. Oh shit! Like they've taken over the whole city? No, just any means of getting in or out. As far as we could, we've heard, that's why most of the merchants are either have been captured and killed that were trying to make it into Gaugant, or have um, barely escaped. And uh, the recent ones that. One we just let pass into the protection behind Wolfbane's path to Titty Sprinkles. Well, hopefully these neophyte wankers are prepared to meet their god. But that'll be fun for them. We'll harvest some neophyte eyeballs. Might fetch yeah. Yeah. I'm just taking our whole heads at this point. Okay, well then I guess uh, we won't be needing to leave our horses here after all. I think we can just uh, get on out of here. Thanks for your nuggets of wisdom, Ran. Oh, certainly. Speaking of nuggets, on your way to Gaugan, you should try out the nuggets at the uh, Story Inn. Pretty gar pretty darn good. I'm gonna have a stop there myself before I head to. Uh... Are these? Define nuggets. Yeah, so are these like, like mystery mm -hmm. Tuesday surprise, like Tuesday special nuggets, or these, or like <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters, or some shit? I'm not real sure. I haven't asked. They just, uh, they're. Uh, what's today? T today's uh, uh, 
Yonor's Tag and tomorrow is Born's Dog Yard. Tomorrow's a, a good day. They should probably have him on special. The other white meat. <laughs> how uh, how far away is the story? Oh, that's why I suggested it. It's probably a good solid day's ride north. Just the the most people make their stop there before Gargant. Oh, okay. So we'll, we can travel today and camp out and find it. Maybe we'll cool, see good. you there. Good advice. Perhaps my shift is <laughs> shortly over, so... Alright. Alright, so we are exiting the tower. We're going back to our horses. Whoops, I didn't mean to ping. I'm just putting this into chat so that when Idril comes back, they know. Um, but as you're... Sir. As you're leaving and riding north, you're, you know, you're getting your... Um, so you are back there, Idril. Um, I was just explaining the message I sent into chat, which is as you're getting on your horse and you're exiting Wolfbane's Pass, for the most part, you're seeing it descend in the uh, distance and disappear over the horizon, and you're running along on your horse on the well-trod path. Just roll a survival for me. Well, at least it's not an initiative. Okay. Oh, it didn't come. No, I see Idril's. Oh, you see mine? Okay. Yeah. You said survival? Yep. Oh, there it is. I don't see squalls yet. It's rolling. Oh, okay. Oof. That one. Oh, new. Yeah. Aren't you funny because you're a bird? Yeah. Boy, they. Alright, so you guys is averaged a pretty decent high, at least, with a 15.2. Um. I'd say you guys make it through most of the day pretty good, and you see as you're coming around, uh, the as it as I'd said, the Wolfbane's Pass dis disappears into the behind you. Um, in front of you, you start to see a little bit of smoke. Um, it doesn't seem alarming though; it's just the what you would presume to be a uh, a kitchen fire or a, a stove or something. Or even, because it is a little bit larger, but it's not quite just as small as a, and it's not quite as small as a campfire. I'm getting to where I need to be though. And uh, are you are you taking us there on the map, or are we? Yes. Uh... Yes, I'm getting there. Okay. Okay, that's fine. And uh, as you're coming a little bit closer up on it, you're seeing just through a thicker if it. If it actually loads on my side here, I'm gonna have to refresh again. Um, oh, it's starting though. Let me see if I can get some characters in now. Um, you're noticing the road seems a little bit more well-trod here. There had been one or two smaller trails that came into this bigger thoroughfare that you're on now, but uh, 
the the trees had gotten th- much thicker and warmer as you'd gone north, actually, away from the mountains. And there's a, a distinct humidity to the air now as you're approaching the uh, this almost tropical climate that's qu- not quite there yet, though. It's still, I think... I'll get horses here in a second, but I'm dropping people so you can kind of see. As you're coming up the path, you see, though, um, just farther off in the northern direction from you, still towards Gargant, a a large mass of, not a large mass, but a a medium mass of people that seem to be in hooded robes coming down the road. Dink. Did you up. say we saw a fire? Was that just like a campfire? Or was that like building? Or did I hear you wrong? You did hear me right. Um, there wasn't a fire. You'd seen smoke. And it, okay. and it was larger, not quite as small as a campfire smoke. Um, so it does seem more like a chimney. And as you were approaching this part on the road, you see a sign that points... directly north, not just northeast, which you guys have actually been starting to travel now, towards a moderately stoned path that points with a sign saying stories, the inn, and points up that path, and one points back the way you're going of, uh, of... What the heck is the actual name of it now? All I can remember is Titty Sprinkles, because it hasn't changed on the sign. It's still... Tiddlywinks? Tiddlywinks, thank you. <laughs> on the sign, particularly. Pointing south. I don't... Where's the fire? Coming the out smoke... of the chimney, I think. The smoke you had seen as you approach is coming straight from up that path, you can tell. You had seen a oh, chimney okay. through some trees as you were coming up this path, and it does look like I had said there's a sign pointing up this stone cobbled path um i'm missing zeph aren't i here we go Uh, what time of the day is it you guys are getting on towards evening the sun is about to set it's not it's probably an hour or two away from setting though and there's hooded figures yep up the road how many you couldn't quite tell as you're riding up the path on your horses and they're kind of farther away but uh if you want to look a little bit closer, you'd have to roll a perception for me because they are a good bit away. Or, in this case, I mean, Idril, you could use their spyglass and you would be able to count them easy. I'm going to roll perception. Okay. 19. You're watching them as they move slowly up the path without any you're presuming without a horse as well because they're they're so they're moving at a much slower pace than you guys are and uh there's probably you're you're counting four maybe maybe three maybe 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 five it's kind of hard because they're they're walking in straight lines very orderly in that smooth motion away from us towards you oh and they're kind of coalescing, but there are two straight lines that you can you can see easy. Um, I'll just whisper to everyone and be like, 
there's like four or five guys over there and they're walking towards us or ladies I don't know I consider guy non-gender I call everybody guy Mm. (laughs) would you call somebody you're gonna have sex with guy heck yeah (laughs) hey guy hey guy you feeling some nachos (laughs) I'd be fine with it Um, they're not on the path though, right? They are on the path. They're walking up the same path. Um, what is our plan of action? Are we going to confront these people? Do you think these are the neophytes? Yeah, they seem pretty shady. This is something I've been meaning to do and it just reminded me of it. And, ha, it says people of either sex, but apparently, um, normally it does refer to a man, but it was originally from Guy Fox Knight and often displayed children beginning of begging for money for fireworks, um, represented by a, a, a figurine, and his name was Guy Fox. And, uh, yep, it had to do with, like, a gunpowder keg, apparently. A gunpowder keg would be referred to as a guy sometimes, too. That's where the slang comes from? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I've been, I've been meaning to look that up because it was, I, was, I was thinking that because somebody called me on it more recently and saying, that refers to a, a dude, and I'm like, I don't know about that. I've, I've called everybody guy for a long time, I feel like. I feel like if it's singular, it's a little bit weirder. If it's like, you guys... That just implies there's a lot of uh, miscellaneous gendered people. Yeah. Yeah, it means fellow is another another way to say it. Yeah, but Nutty Buddy is also the name of a, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Nuttybuddy refers to a delectable, you know, pastry you can buy. I also can also mean other things. I also call. I also. I also call anybody buddy. I feel like I'll be like, hey, buddy. Yeah, I feel like buddy is a lot more gender neutral than guy is. But anyway, uh, so I'm gonna. Mime is gonna vote walking up the cobble path and going to the inn for some nuggets. Yeah. I don't know do if they... I want to mess with these mysterious figures. Yeah, I was going to say, do they cross paths with the figures? No, no. The path up to the inn is in a different, completely different direction than the figures are coming. Mime, you do see a solid five people walking down the path, though, as you're coming up it, because you get a little bit closer enough, enough to see that you can kind of count them on that diagonal now that there are five. There's people there? Yeah, up here. Oh, you mean the the hooded figures? Gotcha. Yes, correct. Um, I don't see my horse, but I'm assuming I'm taking it with me. Uh, where? It's the draft horse. Here it is. I was make, trying to make sure that I got everybody over here, but I know. I kept. No, it's, it's okay. It's a lot to lot to manage. So. <laughs> 
Mimi is gonna shoot some finger guns at the crazy cat lady. Oh, you can see them oh, from from there. Uh, oh, sorry, are they inside? Yeah, they are. Inside? They are inside. Ah. It's just the name okay, never mind. doesn't quite fit, but that's fine. The door gotcha. would, um, would open at a touch, so if you were to. Well, I'm assuming I can't take my horse inside, so I'm going to look see, around for you, some. You see a path that's kind of going under the branches over here with some hor for horses that are that are over there normally, it looks like. Okay, oh. so I can tie, tie the horse off. Yeah, I should have made this like this. There we go. You're inside the trees, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> you were good at that. There we go. <laughs> I'll put my horse inside the trees. And then you see Stay some... Um... Why is the word escaping me now? Tie off posts. Hitching posts. With uh, yeah. with a nice trough and a that actually seems even be um, stocked with water running trough next to it too. Awesome. Okay, stories the end. I see now. When you got stuck in that tree, did it feel normal or did it feel magical? Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, it was definitely very strange because the horse would, yeah, I don't see my horse anymore, and it would not stay where I was putting it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say magical, whether that's kosher or not. Did your horse yeah. teleport? I think it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's good. Not horse noise. Never mind. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah, I don't know where my horse went. Oh wait, maybe I see it. It's, yeah, never mind. It's right there. Maybe it's not magic, maybe it's just a glitch in the matrix. Yes. I guess I guess Mime will wait for the rest of the party to tie off their horses. My horse didn't come with me, but I tie off my horse. Alright. Yeah, but you're not coming through the headset. I just really feel like we should talk to these cultists. Has anything good ever come from talking to a cultist? <laughs> um, I'm assuming by those lack of words, that was. Um, I mean, I don't know. Oops. If you want to see what the cultists are up to, I'll hide behind this bush and get your back if something weird happens. Okay, hold on. Let me make myself not giant. Wait, we're going to talk. Yeah. You guys, okay, guys, guys, we're right <laughs> in front of Stories the End. On one hand, there are some hooded cultists. On the other hand, there's nuggies as they walk mm. away from me. <laughs> Mystery nuggies. <laughs> but do they have nutty buddies? Mimi's going to follow the NZF. Yeah, I'm just going to go talk to him. I'm not going to I'm not going to fight him. I'm just going to go talk to him. 
I'm not good at talking, so I'm gonna hide behind the bush and just keep eyes on the situation. With your Mina is gonna look back regretfully at the, the so close yet so far away to. What do their What do their robes look like? So as they're approaching you, you see blood red robed figures walking in perfect straight harmony in step down this path, basically. And there's one in the back that's just kind of chanting softly, keeping time as to what you can tell. And they look at you as you pass, actually, dead in the eyes. And they, and you hear a, 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 a sharp chuff, just a <laughs> and they halt. And the one in the back says something along the lines of Parade Realist. And he comes over. Whoop, I got all of them. And this one comes over to you says, is this story's the inn? No clue, just got here. Turns to you, Mime. Same question? I just said I just got here and she's standing next to me. What makes you think she didn't just get here? Oh yeah, that's a fair point. Sorry, we've been marching all day. It's been a hot one. <laughs> um, we were hoping to make it, make it to here and then make camp for the evening. Oh, okay. What uh, what were you chanting there? It sounded interesting. Ah, it was a rhythm of time, so that we do not lose track of time, and or rhythm. Kind of looks at you dumbly, like not like that you're dumb, just that he doesn't have anything else to say about it. You know, like <laughs> quite the conversationalist. I see. Is that what you say to him? And he says, uh, <laughs> conversation is for the dilly dallyers. We are here for only our missions. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be, uh, those, uh, mephites? Is that what they're called? Mephites people? Ne neophytes. Neophytes. <laughs> he, cor he corrects and he says, mephites are those, those, uh, wily beasts that, uh, of a, of another realm that come to us to wreak havoc and such chaos. Wait, it's a little imp-looking bastards. Yes, he see, he says, at your cursing, he kind of gets a little bit of a smirk, but doesn't say much else. So you are part of the neophytes. That would be us. Okay. Cool. Um, so, I was kind of like, we heard these rumors about you guys. I was kind of interested in maybe joining you guys. Do you have, like, a base of operations that I can, like, go and speak to people about your operations, or...? Ah, yes, that would be directly in front of Gargant. We've set up a good, goodly camp there. That's uh, probably the closest one besides our capital of Byzantium. And Thea, that kind of quirks your ear a little bit. You're like, wait, that's my hometown. Hmm. My hometown is adjacent to Gargant. No, it is many, many leagues from here. Okay. As to what you can um... recall from your understandings. That's cool. Uh, so how many of you guys are there? 
he gets like a, in this in this general area, like in in Gargant. He gets a big smile and he goes, "Do you think your spy ways can persuade me to talk about such delicate things that we we need keep to ourselves?" I mean, I'm just wondering what I'm getting into. I'm not trying to do any like spy ways. I'm uh, just curious as to like ini initiates do not get such <laughs> knowledge. You must work your way up through the ran ranks to get such things. You must hold yourself in accordance with those sorts of things. I I understand you don't quite gather all of our ways, but organization and ranks are far more important than one's feelings about such things. So I'll hold th not hold that against you. Yeah, I mean, I just don't really want to like waste my time with some tiny rinky-dink organization. I will tell you we are big. We are massive. I cannot give you numbers. This would be not within my power. Well, like, what are we talking here? Like, over ten? <laughs> you have not heard the rumors, <laughs> then. I still cannot tell you of such things. You must find I don't out know. yourself. Sounds like you're just trying to blow smoke up my ass at this point. Sounds oh. like you're trying to just like make yourself sound like you're better, like bigger in numbers than you really are. Because I mean, there's only five of you guys here. Yes, we are on a pilgrimage. Where are you headed? Tiddlywinks. To pay homage to our god Nadir and the temple we okay. erected there. Oh, okay. Isn't that the god that. Uh, the, well, the this is was. awkward. Yeah. Nadir is uh, the opposite of Zenith. I'm gonna kinda like. I don't son of a bitch. I just wanna punch this guy, but like I feel like everybody else is gonna get pissed at me if I punch him. You said you be, were just gonna talk. Is this gonna be your character flaw? Hey. Has has problems with not punching things? Yeah. I mean um just in the same sense then just roll a constitution check for me. <laughs> A character development check. Yeah, uh, Mime, if you were, I'm, I'm assuming you start to see Zeph fuming here and is about to wind up and just clock this sucker. Are you gonna attempt to do anything? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Zeph and be like, "We're hungry. We're tired." Here, have a Snickers. Um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> you're not you. Right? <laughs> like maybe, maybe we should go get some nuggets. Uh, these guys will be here, you know, in a couple of hours. Let's uh, let's uh, let's try that. Oh. First. Let's so yeah, away. you guys, you guys want to stop? You guys are trying to come to stories for like a break, right? No, we are not going within that befouled. In it is disorder Perfect. disorderly. Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> so if you're if you're 
the the constitution saving throw you were already throwing the punch is what i'm i was saying so your words would not oh. stop stop the punch um, can i cast hold person on zeph hold person is that what you said yeah yeah you can see from there right well, That's, 10, well 15, yeah 20, 20 i can 30. but if it backfires i feel like things are gonna be bad Did you send it to um, chat or something? I was waiting for it to pop up. It, is it going to work before the punch connects with their face? Um, I'm assuming. I'm assuming um, that would be a. That's what I was was going to get at. I would guess in this particular case because you're seeing it from afar, and it'd be the same thing like Mimei's case. Mimei just used words, and obviously you're not seeing that working. So you're seeing her wind up to go clock him and uh you you would roll a uh like a dexterity saving throw basically or yeah yep yep that makes the most sense okay i'll do it i'm just worried that i'm gonna paralyze her and then a fight's gonna start and she's still gonna be paralyzed (laughs) i don't know how i don't i don't know how it reads off the top of my head i don't know if you want to try and send it oh here we go Okay, so she has to also make a wisdom saving throw against it. Well, and it's concentration based, mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. so yep. I can drop it. Yeah. Yep. I'm probably gonna fail this wisdom save. Oh, I got a seventeen. <laughs> um, you did not fail then, so it doesn't matter anyway. So you're winding up to clock this sucker, and you you feel the poolings of Thea's um, hold per- hold person casting, and you feel the essence of Mimei's uh, big plea to you to not punch this guy, and you get within inches of his face, and you go, <sighs> okay, I'm working on it. You say to him, if you are worthy of, if you are that of order, this should show you some order and control, basically. Yeah. He reacts. Uh, <laughs> Let me see here. Wait, so they're not going into the story time? No. He said that. Cool. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just feel like we need to stop these guys from going to Tiddlywinks. Titty uh, Sprinkles, whatever. Good. I agree. And I mean, won't the people at the fort we just left stop them? So how much of this conversation with Idril over here from where he's at? Everything. Everything? Mm-hmm. Because they're talking uh, quite, quite profoundly, I would say. Okay, and so uh, Seth was going to go about to punch them, right? Mm-hmm. And then Mime stopped her. Mime was saying, "No, we should do it." We, like saying it with their hands up in the Mime way. No, don't do that. You know, and you'd seen Thea kind of whispering something and grasping a a straight piece of iron somewhere on her on them. <laughs> okay, and then Zeph stopped, like with the punch. Yep, stopped right in front of his nose. I mean, in, unless you're reacting before she makes contact, because. 
from your perspective, so it looks like Zeph is about to punch him. And... I, but I see her kind of stop from punching him. I don't know yet. That's what I was asking if you were if you were trying to ask about like in between that action because it's like this is like hair split splitting the, yeah. <laughs> the second well, here. I'm say, assuming. I was like I would wait and see like if she actually punches him or not, and then if not, I have a reaction. So you you see her stop actually like that, and it's right before his nose, and he kind of like jerks off to the side, and he like he'd been hit, and. Uh, <laughs> the the other cultists having been previously standing there resolutely staring off in the distance break ranks and all turn to him drawing daggers and he said he just holds a hand back wait okay i uh i uh string an arrow and i shoot an arrow at him Everybody roll initiative. I mean, shoot the arrow, obviously, Sucker. first, but... Uh, just wanted some nuggets. I didn't I'd like to point out, it wasn't me, guys. <laughs> also, I actually rolled good on my initiative. Yay! I feel like Gunther's eating nuggets. I haven't seen him in a while. Funny guy, there's a death It's a crit. That's 24 piercing. Ooh. Ooh, nice. That's a death, if you want to describe it. Okay, so I basically quickly sling an arrow, let it go, and it just, like, basically goes straight through his heart, so he looks like he's skewered. And... And then he just... That's from, from the side, I'm seeing now, just from your direction, too, from where the arrow would have hit him. And the two on this side had seen that immediately and uh that's when the combat had started started basically because they'd started to move as they'd seen the arrow appear as if they'd been sprung from his side almost because it was so quick and no one was paying attention to that direction is this like a large rock that's coming out of the ground or is it just like a rocky patch of grass like that you guys are standing on around yeah um it is a large like, is it, it is a large rock that is coming out of the ground with some okay. moss and such growing on it. So like I was kind of like behind it, kinda of, like keeping myself covered and then when I heard all that go down I basically like popped up and shot. Yeah, basically stepped up and shot an arrow right right at him and he just like collapses. Yep, he just grabs his side as the arrow appears there and blood starts seeping out from between his fingers that he just falls down to the ground limp yeah and then and then i said shall not worship um what was the name again nadir nadir uh, yeah so after i shoot him i I just say he shall not worship nadir was that the leader i was like the god they were gonna go visit and titty sprinkles yeah did you kill the leader though uh yeah i think so Right. That's who it was talking. Like that, yeah. That's who was talking to you guys. But it is Mimi's turn to react. I got a fourteen. I don't see me in the initiative order. Oh yeah, sorry. Thanks. I was relying on the. Uh... Oops. Yep. Just thought I would. would so, the draft horse in this. 
Apparently, I just added add <laughs> add party was a button. Add party was a button. Um, apparently, no, that's fair. I mean, I know he's tied up over there, probably can't get out, but I feel like he could do some damage in battle. Yeah, not not currently because they're not over there. Um, Thea, you had a fourteen yeah, correcting that. Um, yep. I did you roll initiative? Maybe. No, I'm getting it right now. <clears throat> Um, so can I, so I know we just killed this tiny group's leader, but can I get a read on how these other four cultists feel about that? As you had seen the arrow spring, f at the, as the, especially the two on the right side, seen the arrow spring forth from his side, it was, uh, their initial reaction just to take, like, a half, like, a half step forward, basically, and, tr like, as if they're charging you, and with yells on their, on their in in their throats just coming at you okay so there is no de-escalation at this point no. we are not not that you see at least visibly okay um well then i suppose that i will cast Oh, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon, because it also has a bonus action. Or maybe it is a bonus action, I don't know. I could be reading that wrong, it's fine. It is a bonus action, that's fine, yeah. I'm going to cast it. <laughs> um, and because it can... 5, 10, 15, 20, yeah, all these guys within 60 feet, I'm going to, I guess, go ahead and attack the one that's farthest away. Okay. Um, 9 to hit. 8. Don't believe that actually. Uh, nope, does not hit. He, um, I guess, as your as your god god is called upon and the weapon appears, it seems to come down towards him and his robes. But just the golden shape of it just fizzles out instead of dealing any actual damage. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and I'm gonna I don't wanna leave Zeph high and dry I would really like to get farther away but I guess that they're like closer to the Enidril but I don't wanna leave Zeph out here all by themselves uh, so I guess I'm just gonna end my turn and stay put then it would be Gunther's Gunther out here? I thought he was in eating nuggets yeah, I don't. I think Gunther probably made it in when you hit, like all party or whatever. But that's what you'd said it happened. I missed that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. He, yeah, he was so tempted by the smell of the story, the inn, that he just like went in, and probably everyone in there was like, "Ooh, a puppy," and then fed him, and yeah, I'd like to think he's having a good time. Um, it would be Zeph's turn then. Okay. I am going to spend a key point and do um, Step of the Wind and get my Spectral Wings 
Use my wings unfurled. Okay. Um, and I'm going to fly up into the air with them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to fly over to this cultist three. And I'm going to have my bow staff in hand, like my quarter staff. And I'm just going to, like, dive bomb at the ground and just, like, whack him, like, straight on the top of his head with it. With, okay. like, all of the force I can. All right. Let's see. Oh, God. So you... I'm not used to flying. Miscalculate a little bit, and you flap over um, up in the air, and you're like, okay, okay, I got this. And you just you fold your wings back, and you go in for a dive bomb, and you uh, go to whack him on the head, but just miss him as he's kind of like dodges, just tilts his head off to the one side, and your staff connects with the ground as you land back on the ground directly in front of him, kind of disoriented, like, damn it. I'm gonna stand up and kind of like compose myself. I'm gonna be like round two, motherfucker, and I'm gonna grab my staff with both hands and try and hit him again <laughs> with my second attack. Oh, net twenty! Nice. Nice. There's the critical you were looking for before. Yeah, and that's because it's two-handed. Oh, that's weird. Why did it come through like that? 1d8 plus 3. Yeah, but then it didn't add the radiant. radiant. That is weird. Normally it does come through in a nice... Yeah. I'll just roll it separate. That's fine. Because it's what, 1d12? Yep. Alright. So that's 17, and then it's... Doubled? Yeah, that's a death. Okay. You want to describe it? I'll let you just no, I'll oh. let you describe it. <laughs> so as he dodged off to the side there, you kind of uh, you you see him standing there like ha, all triumphantly, like all that for nothing, and then you you get that rage in you again of just wanting to punch shit, and you take the staff on an upswing and catch him under the chin. And you just hear his neck start to go, and then as the radiance strikes him there, it spreads from his chin under and into his robe, and you just hear him start to sizzle through on the inside as his neck, and you see his eyes kind of darting around, but his body goes limp at your feet, apparently paralyzed. That's satisfying. I'm going to, I'm going to say, now that's satisfying, and then I'm going to jump and, like, hover in the in the air just above like just out of the their range what i would assume would be their range and that'll end my turn and then it's this guy's in the back turn seeing what has happened to his friends so far he's uh uh kind of Resheathed the dagger that was apparently at his hip under the hidden under the robes and pulls a, a scimitar out from his back um, And just yeah, he 
I was looking at some of his other traits here. They're not real smart. And he just runs straight forward towards you, Zef, over his followed toppled companion, stepping over, and uh, kind of jumps up to strike the bottom of your feet with his scimitar. I don't know how far you'd said you'd gone up, but I'm assuming, too, since you've flown up, flown over, came down, and then went back up, you're probably only up, you said, like, 15 or so feet, so he could probably hit you, maybe, if he's lucky. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Uh, well, he's lucky, because my AC is only 13. Okay. So, so he jumps up and uh, swings the scimitar awkwardly at, the, at your foot, basically, and slashes it. I should turn these on. That, that'll give me a better idea of things, too. The health bars. Show health bars. Would ye? Yeah. And he kind of scrapes the bottom of your boot, just pricking it, um, letting a little trickle of blood flow down, your, down, down from that part where he hit. He's like, ah! Gotcha! Get back down here! You bitch! <laughs> Get back down here, and uh, that was what five damage you said. Yeah, I I did it on on Astro at least, because <laughs> I was turning on the health bars too, so I could see what that was like. And then uh, need to go back over to initiative. Whoever was next, loading this guy. That was the attempted nope, the murdered one. So he's no longer there. Squall. Um, I'm going to fly 20 feet straight up in the air. And then I'm going to take aim at uh, Cultist 1. So your aim is ridiculous. Or your, ra your range. Your range is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> 300 feet, baby. Yeah. Alright, with both beams, I'm going to try and hit cultists. Uh, dirty 20 for the first one. Oh yeah, that hits. Alright, the second one. 14. And that just hits. Yep. Cool, with both. Alright, let's roll damage. So, 14 for the first one. Five for the second one, so... Still death. You want to describe it? Uh, you can. So you fly straight up in the air in your squally manner and uh, open your beak, letting loose, and the double beam sails straight down through the top of his skull into the center of his being, and it looks like you've cored him with the first shot, and he doesn't seem to be moving too much. And the second one, I'm just going to... It comes down just on his shoulder, taking out off of his arm, basically. Nice. Very nice. At, at the shoulder. So his arm falls to the ground as he falls backwards with, uh, <laughs> like, a decord apple. Just... Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, then with that, I'm going to end my turn. Thea? Maybe? Sorry. Oh, okay. 
Sorry, I was that person. I'm that person that everyone hates that's on mute but talking. Uh, um, so we, there's only two left, right? That you see. Yep, that you see. That you see. <laughs> Sorry. Some, <laughs> sometimes stuff like that, you know, it just comes out. Well, knowing that... Um, I'm going to peek behind this rock and I'm going to cast Erupting Earth, which has a pretty good range, but I'm going to cast it basically so that only cultists two and three are in that radius and get Zeph not in it. So the ground is going to basically erupt in a 20-foot cube and they have to make dexterity saving throws. What do they have to beat here? I was trying to read through it quick. 15 is my save. Okay. Um, two makes it, but three does not. So I'm assuming okay. the epicenter is on three. So two, I guess, would just kind of like hop off to the side right around where Zeph is. Yeah, I think they take half damage. Ah, okay. That makes more sense, too, then. Okay. Ooh, 25 is the total. They both die. But, okay, so the ground in that area is difficult terrain now, so... I got it. Yeah. I want Cultist 3 to get speared through its body, though, with a piece of rubble. Okay. He is impaled um, through the thigh, and you just hear him screaming as the rubble or the rock pierces through the ground and up through him, just <laughs> until it takes and hits his, nicks his heart, and then apparently some other nerves as he just limply is held up on the stone there and the other one gets crushed in between two as they're kind of coming out of the ground and slamming into each other creating this rubble pile i'm just gonna yell squall i see some eyeballs Ooh, i'm gonna flutter over and uh pick a few eyeballs then oh good oh they're dead okay yeah everybody did <laughs> I'm gonna land and my wings will disappear. Um, I think we should take their cloaks. Yes. That's a good idea. Um. Listen, guys, I don't just punch shit to, like, start fights. I have plans. How many, most oh, of the time. <laughs> most of the time. How many undamaged uh, cloaks are there gonna be, though? Um, yeah. So cur currently, I was just gonna say that like, the the one that you guys were standing in front of has a hole in it, and the blood's hard to see though because it's blood red um, robe that they're actually wearing a full Ron robe, and uh, with a hood and such. But the the mm -hmm. other ones are um, fairly intact. What I'm tr I'm trying to remember all the deaths now, other than the one that's been pierced through its thigh and you know is impaled on a rock currently. 
How did the That's other one? That's my bad, I'll take that one. <laughs> How did the other... I know one Zeph you killed. Idril, yeah. you, kill... Idril you killed one. Squall, oh that's right. He that one has a hole through the top of its head and um uh, on the hood. So other than the hood on that one is uh <laughs> So uh, I mean, but like how how damaged do they look? Like do they look like Like well, we could probably just say it got snagged. Yeah, the hood the hood one has a perfectly circular hole through the hood, top of the hood. The the just don't put yeah. the hood up. The snag could probably work as long as the blood, when it dries, is, is cleaned out before it's dried, you're, you're thinking to yourselves, because, you know, it turns yeah. crusty and a different color. Um, uh, Thea. <laughs> yeah, Thea, don't you know Mend? Oh, yeah, I know Mend, and I know Create Water. Yeah, <laughs> I can do both those things, too. Yeah, yeah, we can just, you guys can just mend them. There you go. Mend, mend, mend. Okay. And it works. Yeah, if only I'd thought of that. Fabric knits back together like it was the day before the, the day before this, apparently, because it was all freshly laundered, smelling too after the create water. So you have five cultist robes now, and they each have as you're taking the robes off of them. Besides, no, four. Sorry. Oh no, yeah, the fifth one would be a little bit harder to take off the guy, though. I guess you could just rip it off and then mend it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and just a naked dude on this rock now. Because um, they are all humans you see under their robes, as far as you can tell, uh, beyond their visible appearances. They, they also were carrying just that dagger and the scimitar, and all some holy scriptures of their god. Um, seems to be different ones, though. It doesn't seem to be all the same. Should we move their bodies so that this isn't a yes. really horrifying, suspicious crime scene, the next cultists that come along. Yes, and I also think we should take this, like, reading material on their god so that, like, when we get to Gargant, we can throw these robes on and, like, pocket this material. Yeah. Simulate ourselves into their messed up cultural ritual stuff. Yeah. We gotta get Shia back somehow. What better way than to infiltrate their cult? That's fair. Not that I have experience doing this or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what are you doing with these corpses? As the sun sets on the horizon. <laughs> Is this, like, trees and, like, wooded area over here? Yep. That you can... Yep. Maybe we just get out our turkey shovels and dig a mass grave and dump them in there? I can produce flame and burn them, but I don't know if I'm getting too gruesome here. You guys can... Oh, perfect. perfect. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like we should still do it, like... Over by the trees. In the in the woods, yeah. All right, so you guys drag these bodies off. I'm gonna try and grab them all over here in the trees. As the night's settling in, you feel a chill 
coming across you, you put the last bits of dirt on top of their graves. Just to be clear, do we think that they were going to do to Tiddlywinks what they did to Gargot, or do you think they were just going there for fun? Well, I think, our, didn't we determine that they were potentially responsible for the zombies? Oh. I might or was that somebody else? I don't know those particular people were, those particular cult members, but the whole neophytes, whatever they're called uh, in general, I think were, I think they said they were going to tiddlywinks to worship at a particular like uh, a, like church or whatever particular they like built something they built some like center of worship there specifically to worship was it Nabir? Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so they were just gonna like go pray or whatever but that's fine because who knows what nefarious things they would have done along the way You guys are getting better at this. I like it. Better at what? Remembering what Murder? Shit, <laughs> remembering what <laughs> shit's going where and what's going on in your world. Oh, it's because I'm not drinking tonight. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you'd have been murdering these people right along with Zeph straight from the get-go. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um... What was the place, Josh? Byzantium? Oh, um, yeah, by Byzantium. It's, um, a fun fact. Do you, do you recognize the name? Yeah. Like Byzantine? Yeah. It's, um, that's the Babylon? name of the, that's the name of the empire, the Byzantine Empire. Byzantium is the name of the town where that was based originally. And it's mm -hmm. had many names since then, but it was... It is currently known as Istanbul. Or Constantinople. It was once also Constantinople. <laughs> but isn't that a, such a sweet Are ass name? I couldn't I couldn't like pass that up when I was searching up history yeah. stuff and tying it into the rest of the story. I was like, yeah, that's that's just. It sounds like a gemstone. It sounds like it should be somebody's birthstone. Yeah. Byzantium. It is. What did? What did the cultists say about it? That they have another base there? That's where their main base is. Oh, good. Okay. Bridge. Squall, were you trying to yell something at us? No, I was, really uh, oh, no I was talking to Gab. Okay. <laughs> that explains everything. Yes. I brought home smoked salmon and asked if he wanted it now we're in the fridge. Ooh. How is the blizzard? And yeah, so you guys have everything. I want to come over. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, we what were about... talking about smoked salmon last yeah. night because he's never had it. I was like, oh, oh, it's so good. You'd really like it. Yeah. And then I was at my parents for dinner and I opened their fridge and I was like, hey, mom, weird question. Can I take like two pieces of the salmon home? She was like, just take the whole package. I didn't like it. I was like, okay. <laughs> There you go. How was the frosted animal cracker blizzard? Oh, delicious. <laughs> also, in case anybody's a uh, weirdo like me and likes uh, fall stuff in summer, their pumpkin stuff releases on the 30th. Uh, so, yeah, I was going to say my favorite blizzard 
that DQ does is the pumpkin pie. Oh, Blizzard. it's so good. Hands down, the best one that's ever existed. Starbucks uh, released their pumpkin stuff today. Oh, of course they did. Good stuff. They have a I, new I caramel. Yeah. They have a new caramel apple macchiato that I really want to try. I, I love fall. Um, it's it's still August. Like I would, it would be nice if it was at least the end of September. Yeah, I'm like yes. your typical basic white girl. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to restrain myself from decorating until September first, just because yeah. Ike is like, please don't. <laughs> See, I, I don't I don't mind if anybody decorates. Decorate all you want, but I'm sorry, I'm not gonna help. That's just because I don't like decorating, though. <laughs> Same just, here. I just don't like the the process of putting something up to take it down. It does yep. not appeal to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just it does. I do not get excited about that. <laughs> well, that's why I had uh, like Halloween spider cobwebs up for like four years in my apartment. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> I put them up and I was like, eh, they're pretty cool. I'll just keep. <laughs> it's a nice decor, you know. Other people yeah. put other people put paintings on the wall. I put spiderwebs. Yeah, I, they they started getting real gross. So I took them down and threw them out because they were like all covered with dust. Yeah, that's a good point. For for a few years, it was always Halloween in my art. <laughs> So, you guys have buried these corpses, uh, left some rubble in the road, and um, we're going to go to this story's inn that is currently bustling. You'd seen in your uh, shady dealings in the trees, seen at least one or two other people come up the road um, to head in, or up the road, I guess, to stories the inn. I was trying to make it difficult for anyone else to cross this path. Because ah. I thought maybe some cultists would come in behind and keep fighting us, but also it's kind of fun to just know that they're struggling. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should probably go inside and get some nuggets. Otherwise, Mimei might start fighting us. Yeah. <laughs> Can confirm it. It'll, <laughs> it'll be it'll be like like you know in the movies where it's the big tall person that puts their their hand on the small person's forehead while the small person's <laughs> trying their best to like hit them. That's gonna yep. be the scenario real soon. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach the door at the uh, <clears throat> and enter, you see. Gunther perk up their head, um, who has been sitting under the table, apparently getting some scratches from uh, two tieflings off in the distance. But you were greeted by a, uh, a... I'm trying to look at the individual, but I'm looking at cat. But um, the the uh, crazy cat lady looking person who's just got a cat in their arms so content that they're just purring away without even any pets they're just holding this cat and you're like that's a little weird but uh they say 
Hello, and woo. Oh, I gotta get my girl accent going, because that is a female. <clears throat> Girls have an accent. Accent, sorry, I meant tone. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, I'm just Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Hello, and welcome to Stories, the inn. Your entrance is at the cost of one story. That is our cover charge, hence our name. One story. Indeed. If it is... Oh. If it is of a... Excellent ca caliber, you might even drink for free for the evening. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard that song that's like, Once upon a time not long ago I was a hoe? <laughs> that's all that popped into my head. <laughs> no, I don't think I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that song either. I feel like you should post it in the chat or like a link to it. Yeah, yeah. Is that your story? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, what is your story there, Thea? That you you were being greeted by this crazy cat lady. Oh. Um. And well, presumably everyone's pretty filtered in behind Thea, so has heard this message. So I don't have to repeat it. <laughs> But okay, well, once upon a time, there was a family of squids. They were really giant, and sometimes people mistook them as octopus. And there was a mom, a dad, and a baby. And one day, the dad didn't come home, so the mom went out and tried to murder everyone that killed the dad the end. <laughs> well, that was an that's odd a, That was an odd one. That's a real one. life story that happened. It definitely, definitely deserves a drink, but not all evening. Take one on me, uh, at the bar. And she points over there. That's fair. <laughs> Just keep walking. <laughs> that's the first thing that happened to us. It was. It was good. I was, I was literally going to chime in, tell them about the, the, the octopus. No, the squid's called octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Do we each have to tell a story, or was that like the story for our whole group? Ah, uh, yes, it is per individual. Cover charges for the individual. Okay. Um. Once upon a time, I was a uh criminal and then i hid out in the mountains and was uh trained by dragons to become a monk and now i am traveling to save a town that i've never been to all because somebody else said that it was in danger and whenever i say that i was like trained by dragons i'm going to um, like, not, like, attack, but I'm gonna, like, tap the floor with my quarterstaff, but I'm gonna use the, like, breath attack and, like, shoot, like, ice out of my quarterstaff onto the floor. Okay, so kind of just, just a little bit, not, like, not, like, shoot either, more of, like, a... Yeah. I'm like, just really like, trying to get the free drinks. Yeah. 
get a get like a sneeze and almost and she says oh that sounds like as a, a personal story for that he definitely deserved two drinks go on and head to the bar yeah i'm gonna walk up to the bar I'm just going to order both drinks right off the bat. I'm not even going to lie. There you go. Looks like, Squall, you are the next in line there to enter stories. Oi. All right. Um, so you want a story. Let me tell you about the story of Dark Pixis. The wise. Darth Pixis was a dark lord of the fairy kingdom. So powerful, so wise, he could use his magic to influence the cells of a person and create life. He had such knowledge of this dark magic, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. Such <laughs> a fucking nerd. So. That's my story. That sounds like an interesting story. We should chat later. Almost worthy of free drinks for the evening, but definitely one on the house. Thank you. On head to the bar. Let's get to go to the bar and order a drink. And I'm just gonna order an ale. Liquid bread. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like Idril, you're next in line there. There once was a guy who was lost and couldn't find his way. And he searched everywhere. And he thought he found the answer until he learned that he had been tricked. And so he decided to follow another group only to be let down and end up getting murdered, fighting a fight that was not his. And now he lurks in the, in the distant plane, haunting all those who are lost. Hmm, mysterious. Hmm. It's very... Very unique one, but sadly still not the best I've heard all evening. Go on and head to the bar. <laughs> you can, for one one drink on the house. Okay. Uh trying to edit too much. Then it would looks like it'd be Amime who's uh last in line. Yeah, I was outside. With Bella, my bad. Oh, cool. I'm up here. All right. Are you ready? For the story? Oh, yes. Please proceed, little one. So now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. (laughs) I'd like to take a minute. You just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Yes. I'm I'm in rapture. Please continue. 
was uh, West Philadelphia. I was born and raised. On the playground is where I spent most of my days. Just chilling out, maxing and relaxing all cool and just shooting some b-ball outside of the school. A couple of guys that were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. Got in one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Huh. Uh, I whistled I whistled for a horse and when it came near, it had a fancy placard that said fresh. There were some dice hanging off the ear. If anything, I can say this, this horse is rare, but I thought, no, forget it. Let's go to Bel Air. So I, I pulled up to the to the town about seven or eight, and I yelled to the to the horse, "You home, smell you later." Looked at my kingdom, and I was finally there, sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Mm, Mime yes. does a wide sweeping bow. That is a well eloquently played story, there, ma'am. Madness, sir. No, I'm not. That doesn't matter. You have earned your drinks for the evening. We may shoot some finger guns and walks over to the bar. That's fucking great. <laughs> Me, May, was that story about you? It's a modified version of, uh, you know, my origin story that I decided was less depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Me, May's backstory. It's canon. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I grew up, grew up very happy on a little farm. And then, you know, some... Some bullies came up and ruined that, so I've been pretty mute and pretty secluded ever since. That's when you guys found me. I was miming my way, my way through uh, through life. Now I'm the captain. Look at this. <laughs> Don't you follow a god? Mm-hmm. Because I grew god? up as a farmer. It's um. Which god did you give me, Josh? Oh, Lono. Hold on, I have it saved. Yeah, Lono, who is... Oof. The god of nourishment, agriculture, peace, and dance. So, like, I grew up, I had a very, very happy childhood, right? On, like, a... Almost like a... I don't want to say a commune, but a, you know, a town. Think, you know, the, the Shire, you know? Mime's pretty much from the Shire. Except when the, the Nazgul came, he didn't just come on a horse and come looking for... For me, he, like, burned the whole town down. Mm. It's okay. Like I said, that's a depressing. We're not gonna... I can't I left. Another that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... As you had sat down, basically, the... You were the last to receive a an ale that Squall himself had ordered as well. But uh, that had been seeming to be proffered around. Oh, Idril, you're over here on the side. I didn't get you one. That's why. I did miss that you would. You loner! So far away from the group oh, over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But you guys are all there and have been greeted by the bartender who's. Um, quickly about their business and then is cleaning regularly some some cups just hey bartender hey i think it's your turn to tell us a story because that's your whole gig that's your whole thing oh 
I'm not much of a storyteller. That's the mistress. She's the owner of the inn. Hey. You haven't gotten asked to tell a story when you work in the stories? Ah, uh, I have told a story, but I won't tell it to you. Well, that seems rude. Yeah. I can tell you of another story. The story that I had told her was much of a personal nature. And, uh... Oh, shoot. Let's see here. He starts to think to himself as he's cleaning the glass. Just... There's the one about this fairy, and there's another. Let me see, let me think. Okay. So, there once was an individual who did nothing and said nothing, but sat. And as they did such, which was nothing, as I've said, the world passed. And it continued to pass, without anything seeming to phase them. As the time led on, others had stopped and taken note of the individual, but with their note came many questions that he did not answer. And as, he pa as people continued to pass and kept asking him questions, some stopped and l led to many tales being told to him, in confidence and in that confidence he held true because he did nothing b as he was nothing and he faded away just as this memory in this story does now hmm. is it a true story it is a, it is a that is a good question there miss um it is said to be true but it is one that has led to many thoughts to one's own existence and is actually of some of the teachings of Alilopolis if you are familiar with such indeed do you follow the teachings of Alilopolis he was uh, more of a pastime for a, a fellow like myself I keep I keep to my work these days as it keeps me fed and my family happy. Oh damn it. I just thought of a better story. <laughs> well, maybe leave and then come back in. <laughs> well, I mean, you I'm have to get leave. more drinks eventually, right? Yeah, like, I'm going to leave. And then I'm going to walk back in and just stand in front of the crazy cat lady and stare at her. And she goes, well, he hello again. Um, your f your friend has earned you drinks for the evening. Um, if you're curious of, of telling more tales, we uh, hold a story hour in the mornings. Oh, I thought it was per person. It, it is. Didn't, didn't you just come in, though? My, na my name's Talsk, by the way. I'm uh, the owner of this inn. Not Hi, Talsk. Many... I'm Zaf. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not many bother to ask. But but I thought the free drinks were per person. Is it per group? Oh, um, so your f was it your friend that won there? They won free drinks for the evening. I'm not to say who they give it to. I mean, ah, yes, the Prince of Bel Air over there. <laughs> as as so they have told. Not quite sure where this L heir of bells is. 
but uh, I would be I would be intrigued to know where there is such a smelly horse. You don't want to know about the dark pixie that can <laughs> save its loved ones from dying, <laughs> or my awesome story that I just remembered. If you would like to tell tell me another story, perhaps uh, you, it, you could now. Or if you were wait for the morning, it could win your party breakfast and such for the next day. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I'm going to walk back over <laughs> to the bar. Wait a second. Have we thought about what this person does with these stories? Oh, God. Did they manifest very... them in reality? Because we'd be... Or, well, like, we thought about the nature of this person, that they're... <laughs> Subsisting off of stories, <laughs> creating sustenance out of stories. Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna Maybe sit back down at the bar and chug my other drink, though. <laughs> Maybe that's a problem for the morning. Constitution. <laughs> it's been a long day. On that twenty. Noise. Yeah, because they met. If uh, he manifests the stories into real life, we are fucked. Because I, I pretty much ripped that off of Star Wars. <laughs> so, no, that's why I was like, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> just FYI. You might be boned. If anyone else was taking a drink, they would also be a constitution. I know we're coming up on that hour, so um, the bartender would say, at this at this late hour, too, I presume from your travels you were looking for a rest for the evening? Aye, aye. With your, with your winning story there, I think you've earned yourself some rooms to the to the uh, um, upstairs, up the uh, spiral staircase, and you'll find yourself some rooms. And Squall, cool. yeah, thanks, Amy. You're feeling happy to be of service. A um, nice buzzing in your head. Oh, Ooh, nice. Uh, Why do you keep trying to drink when you can't drink? Oh no! It's liquid bread. How am I not gonna turn that down? <laughs> and, uh, e and everyone else just appreciates the nice, um, hearty wheat flavor as its sweetness kind of coats your mouth. But also, there is the bitter aftertaste that um, kind of sums up your day quite nicely. You've uh, <laughs> as you're sitting there at the bar. It was brewed with nutty buddies. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask the bartender uh, one more question. Is there a reason why the Neo fights won't come into this bar? Ah, uh, admirable question and insightful. Um, we keep quite an eye on those individuals and you might not gather this from the lady um, of the inn that is but she is not all that she seems gasp and there are many magical creatures that call this place a waypoint in their in their journeys that will help and protect us they know and they have found in the in their attempts to convert this area and to control it and put in an orderly manner to be very hard for them, he just says with a 
pause even in his voice as, as if he wanted to elaborate, but if he does, he's probably telling too much of, this, of somebody else's story, basically. Hmm. What you like say about the owner is suspicious. Yeah, it seems like the morning story hour is going to be super interesting. Did you, What did you ask him, Theo? I guess it wasn't a question, just... He was very vague about the owner. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we can... We'll ask her. Cool. So, we, is that the, uh... Is that the sesh? Yeah. I guess we're all gonna go upstairs and sleep. Are there, like, beds upstairs? Do we need to go up, or is it... I'm getting you guys there. Um, okay. Is it good enough to just say? Yeah, you guys come up to the spiral staircase to a common room with beds off of it, basically. So, you can go about getting into them. I think there's four, and then the common room itself. Yeah, because there's five of you. Oh, I don't need a bed. I can just use Gunther as a pillow. <laughs> there, there are a plethora of couches in the common room. But... I would say, yeah, I can just... I'll just pass out on this couch by the fire. Look at that. You guys are uh, evolving from go needing to go into your rooms to hide from everybody else. <laughs> What is that? Oh, it's just a table. What's on the tables? Um, yeah. On the one that was in front of Idril before Idril moved was is a bunch of uh, fruits, basically, aligned out very colorfully. The other ones have small little um, candelabras that are all burning pretty low for the evening hour and uh, some other miscellaneous bits and bobs. Bitzels and bobbles. <laughs> and a drinking horn? There is a drinking hoard on one. On one. Yep. Cool. Empty. Alright, I guess. <coughs> Gesundheit. Bless you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Can All I, right. uh... Can I tell the crazy cat lady my story to try and win a free breakfast? But I don't forget in two weeks what I wanted to say. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm... <laughs> um, so it's, I come before you to stand behind you to tell you something I know nothing about. Admission is free, so pay at the door, pull up a chair, and sit on the floor. Early one morning, late last night, two dead boys got up to fight. Back to back, they faced each other. 
drew their swords and shot each other. A deaf policeman heard the noise. He came and killed those two dead boys. A mute psychotic shrieked in fright with words of joy on this ghostly night. If you don't believe that this lie is true, ask the blind man he saw it to. Hmm. Okay. That was good. My grandpa used to say that all the time. And I, like, whenever we were singing here and you said the, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air thing, I was like, (laughs) oh, man. Yeah, no. yeah, that's a good one. People or the blind man will get you too. I was just gonna ask where where that had come from because it sounds almost like oh shoot, who's the guy that wrote Tale of Two Cities? What the heck's his name? Charles Dickens. Is it him? I was pretty sure, but I didn't want to just say that it was him. Yeah, I don't. We don't actually know like where it came from. My grandpa just randomly spouts it out sometimes. <laughs> Just like we didn't know that this song was a real song, but he always sings the song. It's like I'm a bow-legged chicken. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that song. No. no. Hold on, let me look up the lyrics. Cause yeah, it's it pretty funny. It is. Dickens, it's called the. Right. Yeah, it's called the Tennessee Wigwalk, and it's I'm a bow-legged chicken. I'm a knock-kneed hen. Never been so happy since I don't know when. I walk with a wiggle and giggle and a squawk doing the Tennessee wig walk. <laughs> no, that's good, though. I mean, I've never heard that one. I, I do like I, – I would say that would would win you breakfast because it would get her kind of thinking about all of the words you said as they're kind of dancing around her head, basically. Almost yeah, vi- they're almost like visibly. It's, everything's like opposites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I would have done a Thundercats reference instead of a Star Wars one, that would have gotten me free drinks. <laughs> no, I honestly, you almost got free drinks. Not gonna lie, um, but it was it was it was the completeness of it that I thought that wasn't there. Like you you, I felt like you'd stopped at a point that wasn't quite at the end. If that makes any sense. And that's, oh no, that's fair. It's all purely just a, a feelings thing. That's that's the hard thing about a story, right? Like you can't. There's no good or bad story. It's just like art. Like telling somebody that's bad art. Like, pfft, who cares? <laughs> it's your opinion. <laughs> that's fair. Definitely fair. So I was trying to put myself in the perspective of that character and then judge a story. <laughs> Undi. Ah, uh, so. I definitely think that Mimes was definitely worthy of great drinks. <laughs> yes. I kept waiting for you to not remember a word, and I'm sorry <laughs> I doubted you. Oh no, I was reading off of the. I, I definitely looked uh, that up. Don't tell me that. <laughs> the only way for me to remember that, I would have like had to actually sing the song. Like I know I could do all the words if I actually sing it, but <laughs> I was trying to tell it. But yeah, so you guys are prepared for the next time to, I mean, obviously, you know, Zeph wins breakfast, but you can still tell a story next time. Yeah, it's good to be prepared. I came came up with that just randomly, and I was like, that's the coolest idea I've ever had. I don't... I I, like it. That's a good one. I like it a lot. There's both, there's there's something about having to come up with something right on the spot that can Mm -hmm. be golden, but also... It's going to be interesting, like, knowing ahead of time 
you have to you have time to think yeah yeah but what's up with her what is up with that person (laughs) maybe we'll ask her to tell a story that's what i'm hoping she tells a story at the morning story hour i feel like she should either start it or end it i just hope she's not like secretly a mind flayer who's like gonna turn these stories into like our worst nightmares (laughs) i feel like the neophytes would be in the 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 place if that were the case (laughs) she's scaring the shit out of them (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) alrighty well I'm gonna jump off of here alrighty good session fun stuff yeah oh yeah wonderful guys hell yeah (laughs) yeah me too I'll see you guys next week yep yep alright doing our evil shenanigans ciao Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. A grand and wonderful thank you for those who took the time and made it here to the end of the episode, where I know sometimes we are long-winded and others we are just dead silent. I don't know what to tell you. This is raw here, folks. Please remember to like and subscribe, and you can help support us just by listening. But you can also provide even more support, if you like, by going to Anchor FM page and following the support link there. If you do so, I will personally work in an NPC or an idea, whatever you'd like to hear played out. If you want, you can get a hold of us through one of our many options, including voice messages on Anchor FM, or DM to our Twitter or any other social media that you can find us, YouTube, etc. You can share your ideas, otherwise listen for the shout-out, and thank you for making it through.